What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Empire Radio. I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And uh, we've got a really good show for you guys tonight um, when we're recording this because it's nighttime. Uh, <laughs> so, first of all, like we've been doing our other episodes, we're going to start off with some news and then we are going to transition to um, part three in a series that we've been doing for the past few weeks on rating the individual trilogies. Uh, within themselves so we'll be talking about the sequels uh, the three sequel movies i'm sure this is going to be really really fun Um, so we'll do some news (laughs) and then we'll transition over to that Uh, but first and foremost happy birthday to ellen mcgregor oh happy birthday and how old is he today i hadn't looked that up yet (laughs) oh okay (laughs) i just know it's his birthday um you have his birthday on your calendar but not how old he is wow Sounds like Andrew. Hey, look, it's been a busy, it has been a busy week, y'all. A busy week. You just wrote down, oh, can't forget, it's always in your calendar though, right? He is 49. Damn. Dang, bro. I wonder why he can play old Yoda, or old (laughs) Obi-Wan now. Old Yoda. (laughs) Old Yoda. No, no, no. he looks, he he still looks great, and it's his birthday, so shout out to Obi-Wan himself. Uh, Pretty big day. Happy birthday. I'm not going to sing the song. Yeah, please. Yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> I, I, did you guys always like the one when you go to the restaurant that it's like, happy birthday? Like the no, song. Stop. No. It's no, no, so no, no, much no. better. Any, uh, anytime someone decided to sing in a restaurant, I ran for it. I hated that. Bro, the songs are so much better because, you know, they don't have the copyrights for the happy birthday song because it's right. owned by, I think, Michael Jackson. Maybe no way. they don't have it, no but way. he did own the rights to it at one point. That's crazy. He bought the rights yeah, to I, it. I, uh... Anyway, it's a Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it's just fun uh, birthday facts, okay? <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, on a more somber note, um, at the time of recording this, we are still, um, especially in Minnesota, still in the thick of the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going on a week now we're about four or five days into um the stay at home deal for the state of minnesota um and we learned today that andrew jack um who played uh general emmett or i think i'm saying that correctly but he played general emmett in uh the force awakens and the last jedi he actually died this morning um as a result of covid19 which is kind of a bummer. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, it's 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 really sad. Um, he was 76 years old. Um, he was a dialect coach as well, but he was, um, a, I guess, a pretty prominent figure in the Resistance in the first two movies of the sequels. Um, I always thought he was Dodonna um, when, when I was watching those movies, <laughs> and then I found out later that he wasn't. Um, but that's really sad. Um Really sad to hear that someone that is close to the Star Wars community um, as an actor lost their life today. So, um, yeah, super big bummer there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, to brighten things up a little bit after that, um, there are rumors that there is a live-action Ahsoka series in the works. So we kind of touched on this, um, I believe it was last week. Yeah, last week. We said uh, that they were going to be using Ahsoka's appearances in The Mandalorian 
to kind of test the waters for a live action Ahsoka show. But there are rumors that are beginning to spread now that it's not just they're going to test her in the Mandalorian and then they're going to see what happens and then uh, work on the show like they're actually working on the show. It's in like the the early, early, early pre-production stages right now at Disney. So is it um, so just exciting. as early as the Obi Wan? Uh, I th- I would imagine Obi Wan is farther along. Oh yeah, definitely. Again, these are the. This is more. You know, we normally we don't do speculations uh, and rumors, but this is more of a rumor at this point. Um, I don't even know honestly if the Rosario Dawson thing is actually confirmed. I don't think Disney has it's actually not yet. confirmed that yet. No one has um, confirmed it yet, which makes me. I I think, I think, in my eyes, it is confirmed because no one has confirmed it. Because if they, I feel like either she would have came out and said, "No, I'm not doing this," or Disney would have came out and said, "No, that's not a thing." Right. Well, and they can't, they can't deny it, unless it's you know for real, for not sure, a thing. not but a then thing. They can't, but then they can't confirm it. Because they don't want to spoil their Correct. own. So I think they're show. just leaving it because if she says no, that's not like if I was that actor and I, something leaked about something that I'm surprising, I'm just going to not say anything. Oh, right. Because then it's going to keep me out of trouble. But you can't go in there and yeah. say, oh, no. Um, like you can't lie at this point, right? I mean, you could. Yeah. But like, gotcha. Yeah. I wasn't it the whole time. But. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like at that point, people are going to be like, really? We we already knew, yeah, you know? For sure. Um, but there's a lot of people that have been covering this. Um, IGN included, like we mentioned last week, and like in the last week, I've I've watched a few videos here and there, and they're like, they're all talking as if this has been confirmed. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. Um, but more importantly, uh, and Jeremiah, I will, I'm more than happy uh, to let you talk about this little bit right here because it's near and dear to your heart. But um, Ashley Eckstein, uh, a few days ago, right? Yeah. Came out on uh, Instagram and gave us a little blurb. Uh, some some fans, uh, quite a bit of them actually had been contacting her and asking her about the Rosario Dawson news. And so she responded. Um, Jeremiah, why don't you take that away? Yeah, so I don't have the actual what she actually said, but she was just saying that she doesn't have any knowledge of any live action Ahsoka. Um, and she can't really answer any questions because she doesn't, she's not involved in any way with if it is true or not. And so she, you could tell she was kind of uh, sad a little bit, a little sad because she's like, I always want to be a part of Ahsoka and, um, she said, well, but I'm not involved with this if it's true. So, um, and Sad. I have one, one video said that like, you know, it's, it's, they finished filming, but that doesn't mean that they wouldn't, couldn't edit in her voice in post-production. Like she could yeah. still get called in to act, um, voice act. And, but most likely that's not going to happen just because it's a bigger, a big role. So like you wouldn't want to do all that editing for an entire character for episodes and episodes so yeah well and especially because that actress is well-known actress already so it's kind of like she might be offended by that too 
Yeah, you're not going to hire a, a big-name actress and then do a voice over her. Be like, oh, your voice sucks at life. <laughs> right. But I'm, I mean, I'm, it's not, I'm it's hoping not the at, first time. Oh. Go ahead, Andrew. I was going to say, I, Star Wars, it's not the first time. You know, they did that with um, James Earl Jones. Um, yeah, but he's amazing. For the, well, that's true. For the voice of Darth Vader um, over David Prowse. And then... I don't know if you guys knew this, but originally, both Frank Oz, who played, who did all the puppeteering for Yoda and did his voice, and Anthony Daniels for C-3PO, neither one of them were actually considered for their actual voices until uh, Lucas went through a bunch of people and decided, you know what, they're actually the best ones for the job. And so originally, C-3PO was going to have another voice too. So, again, that's a droid. We're not dealing with, like, Human, a human face moving and ha- having to match up the audio, but still, yeah. they've been known to do it. Yeah, it's just it's kind of sad. I feel bad for her because she like started this character, and like so for her to like, she's always said that she did want to do it. Then for her yeah. to kind of never get asked, it's kind of sad. Yeah, I've got the. I I've wonder. I wonder if they just, like, knew that she couldn't act as good as she can voice act. I don't know. And they just... Because, you know, Dave Filoni is, like, doing all this. So, like, he knows what he wants and he knows her. So, maybe he sees something in her that he doesn't want on the live version, maybe? I don't know. I I, And if they were... It's so weird... That makes me almost think it's fake. Because... Well, I will tell you that right out of the gate, um, Rosario Dawson, and I said this last week, but she does... She, Her facial features are closer naturally, just naturally, than Ashley's, in my opinion, to what Ahsoka would look like more grown up. Yeah. So maybe it's a I don't know, maybe but it's a But you would a think there would have been thing. like a a call, like an acting call for that role, right? Or no because and, it's and in Star knows? Wars. Yeah, but who knows? I mean, we we have no idea if there even was one. I mean, there could have been. There might not be one cuz they want to keep it under wraps. Yeah, I don't so know. Maybe not. But I feel like if there was an acting call, then she would have known about it and Yeah. So, I don't well, know. Well, she weird. she said um the truth is I'm not Involved in the Mandalorian, I can't answer questions for something I have not been a part of. I'm an actress, and I have performed in all types of mediums: live action, film, and television, theater, mm-hmm. voiceover, hosting. And it has been my dream for 14 years to continue to play Ahsoka Tano in all forms. She says I will continue to be grateful uh, for opportunities to help create stories for Ahsoka Tano, and I'm always happy to see her legacy continue. I'm only Damn. one member of a yeah. Uh, I am only one member of a tremendously talented team of people that it takes to bring. Ahsoka Tano to life. The final decisions for Ahsoka are not mine to make, and I cannot comment on something that I truly know nothing about. Damn, she's quote. heartbroken. Yeah, I mean, because like like Jeremiah said, he he kind of mentioned last week about the whole like transition between uh, the transitions of a character between mediums. Um, but you know, like Obi Wan starting with live action and then going to the Clone Wars. Um, and all that stuff. And, and I do, I do have to admit, like, we've only seen Ahsoka, um, digitally through this television show. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and so Ashley, st- I mean, Ashley is Ahsoka, um, and she brought Ahsoka to life, starting with the original Clone Wars movie, you know? Um, so I, I can imagine it just being really tough. I mean, um, it's kind of like, you know, and this is a, an analogy that I can use because it's something I'm familiar with, but like slaving over an album doing writing parts, recording all the guitars and stuff like that. And then right when they go to the band goes to play it live, they bring in someone else to play it instead of me, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It It is a bummer. Um, if she's not involved for sure. Um, because she, I mean, she is Ahsoka in many forms. Um, but I guess we'll just have to see, you know, and we'll have to see how this turns out. If this is even a real thing. I mean, Worst case scenario, we just get a really dope season of The Mandalorian with no Ahsoka. Well, in worst case scenario, if they haven't actually done this and this is fake, it shows that maybe she will end up doing Ahsoka at one point. Right. And I think but, what they should do at least, though, if they're not going to have Ashley do it, um, she should still be there on set with whoever they have as the actress. Um, to like guide being a consultant. The voice. Oh yeah. yeah. Being yeah. a consultant saying like this is how I went about, you know, the the inflections and the the tone and the the whatever, like how she crafted that character rather than that the other actress just kinda doing from what they've heard and listened to on the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, All it's right. it it is it is a bummer, but and it's really complicated. But we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see if everything turns out okay. Yep. But Drew, yes, you got something. You got something today. Well, Jeremiah did too. Oh, that is true. I'm 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 also going through our Discord chat as we're recording this, <laughs> and uh, and I I did just see Jeremiah's picture that he posted. Yes. So both of you got something today. We did. So if you don't know, then you must be living under all the rocks or you're just quarantining. You don't know what day it is, which is fair. Um, But today (laughs) is the 31st of March. And today, The Rise of Skywalker came out on DVD and Blu-ray and 4K and whatever other. Yeah. yeah. So you can get it physically today. So I picked up the Target exclusive. I know, I think Best oh, Buy has an exclusive one as well, which is like a metal case, apparently. Oh. So, and I have I got the Target exclusive because I've ever since the uh, Force Awakens, I, I've been getting all the Target exclusive ones because yeah. they're just like, they come with a book and they're super cool. So I'm going to just kind of talk through it because you guys can't visually see it. But like, so... And Jeremiah, you just got the basic one, or? Yep, I'm not bougie like you. Yeah, you're not bougie. So <laughs> I'll talk you guys through it. So it's a right. sliding case. Ooh, um, yeah. So oh, you can wow. slide slide off the top cover, and it's really cool. Like the the front art is like kind of like a New Hope looking, like poster style, like old school looking with like yeah Kylo Ren big head in the background. It's like really cool. And then you yeah. get like Ahsoka right away. Or no, and that's oh my gosh, Ahsoka. Sorry. Ray. That's what I wish. Yeah, you get Ray when you take off the cover. And then it's Kylo on the back. 
You open it up. And wait, wait, you... is it Kylo or is it Ben Solo? Kylo with the mask oh. on. Oh, boy. Evil, evil. Well, if the mask is on, then that's for sure Kylo because mm-hmm. he doesn't have daddy issues after he becomes yeah. Ben again. Yeah, once he... Or grandfather issues, I should say. And daddy issues. Because remember, he saw his dad's spoilers. Um, you open it up, and then you see Poe with his love affair mask lady. I forget her name. What's that girl's name? Zori. Zori Blisk. See, once you said it, I remember. Zori Bliss. Yeah. And then um, then you get Finn on the other side with um, Lando's daughter, which you find on the book. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, you have, like, all the DVDs and the exclusive one, which is really cool, and you open up, like, long form. But then there's a book inside, which I have not oh. actually opened this. Wow. kind of excited. This is like a paper book with all like photos. It kind of goes through more. It talks about kind of, you know, that the dictionary, visual dictionary that I have. It's kind of like a small version of that, it seems like. Oh, cool. So like talks about Finn and his outfits and like all the main characters, outfits and clothing. Oh, that's awesome. It's pretty cool. I don't know. I like it. I like it. Sweet. So you can get that at Target. Not sponsored by Target. I wish I was because then I wouldn't <laughs> have to spend thirty five bucks for this, but That's fair. Jeremiah, did you did you get any cool things with yours or I don't know, I didn't open it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got I, I mean I guess I was already late to this, so I had to hurry up, eat peanut butter and jelly sandwich and hook up my equipment to my laptop. So the dinner of champions. Yep. True Sweet. that. Well, Dude, actually, I just got peanut butter and jelly ice cream. Gross. I'm going to try I'm that today. Wait. What? It's literally right, peanut butter matter. and jelly ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> That's super weird. Uh, I'll send you a picture in Discord when I try it later. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I believe that is it for the, the little news uh, interest segments. Uh, do you, either of you have anything um, else? Nope. Nope. Just go okay. buy your movie and watch it during quarantine. I do have uh I do have something really quickly. Um I don't know if you guys saw the video that I sent to the Discord chat, but to all of our listeners out there, we have a name for the next Clone Wars episode. Oh, I did see the whole clip. I didn't watch so it. I'm not, gonna, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna get into it because we have a podcast for that. Uh yes. shout out to the Clone Wars Save Podcast. Go give mm-hmm. it a listen. Uh, but the episode is named Dangerous Debt. Bum, bum, bum. Da, 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 da. So there's that. And from that clip, all I'm going to say is it's going to get real. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say some of our speculation was actually spot on. Yep. Awesome. But anyways, all right, y'all. Well, let's let's try something new and do a little segue into the main chunk of this podcast, shall we? Yep. Shall we? Shall. Here we go. I like that. That was intense. All right, so now we're here. I got the chills. We got we took a little we took a little drive in a Tie Fighter, and now we're in the main portion of the episode where we are going to talk about the sequels, (laughs) the sequel movies, arguably the most controversial Star Wars films of all time. It's like why are you Uh, laughing so much? This is serious. Here's the thing. I think we're all going to have the same bottom one. 
And so it, that, yeah. th- that means there's yes. only two options that we have for... I think we're going to have the same all I, I think we might have the same ranking. So, so this might make things a lot easier. But there's only really two yeah, possibilities true. of outcomes tonight, in my opinion. Now, just yeah. so listeners know, because they might not know, but we're not in the same room. We're not in the studio. Oh, yeah. This since, is week two. Yes. Or episode two, technically. The first the first time we did this was uh, a few days ago when we did Clone Wars Saved. Yep. And now... This is the second time recording during the stay-at-home deal from yeah, Minnesota. So we're not so in the same we're... room, so if it feels a little like we're not in the same room, cause That's because we're, we're not. not in the same room. So <laughs> so it's going to be great, though. Okay, yeah. so let's let's all agree that our number three, the lowest one out of all of them, is for sure The Force Awakens. Um, wait, no, what? I'm joking. <laughs> My number wait, one wait, is the wait, last. Wait, wait, what? What? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm totally joking. Okay, so the bottom one for all of us is the last Jedi, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So we've established our number three is the last Jedi. Um. Now, now before, just... before here's here's where I'm coming from from making this. So yeah, I have only seen Episode Nine two times, and that was in the theater. And so, that's, okay, that's fair. So, so you'll it, be back hard. in an hour and a half, two hours, and then we can talk. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I bought the movie today, and so tomorrow I'm gonna watch it. So, I, I was hoping Dude, we can could I get come the over and watch it with you. Maybe, yeah. No, y'all, social distancing. <laughs> come on. Hey, I have plenty of room in my living room. He can be that's six true. feet I can, away. I can be six All feet right. from him. But anyways, right. so I'm basing this off of only two viewings. And I feel that my opinion could change by tomorrow or even the next few times I watch episode nine. So okay. that's just where I'm just so from. you know. Just well, good. Good, I've good, seen good. episode nine five times now. Wow, weird flex. But so, sure. Okay. Yeah. So I'm pretty content on my answers. Yeah, I've seen it three. I saw it twice in theaters and then unlike the two of you, I did not purchased the physical version i just did the digital one bougie oh and and also by the way i did finish the book so oh yeah so which i is still on the top of my like the next star wars novel i I buy will be that one which are but and i don't have a book list you will that's easy (laughs) we can put one together for you right now i really (laughs) wanted to quote yoda and say you will be but that didn't make sense but that was the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> Are you enjoying your book currently, Andrew? Uh, yeah, I am. That's good. I, I just got it back from the person I borrowed it to, so I'm going to start that tonight. Yeah, for those of you that for haven't... For the fourth time. Uh, yeah, for those of you that haven't uh, been around for the last few episodes, the one we're talking about is Claudia Gray's Lost Stars, which is Drew's favorite Star Wars novel of all time. It is. And I will tell you, it is not my favorite yet, but I'm about six chapters in, give or take. I don't exactly remember, but so far it's, it's really good. Like, I'm not saying it's my favorite one yet, but within the first few chapters, I'd say it could easily be like top 10. It's my favorite canon book. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. That changes a lot. <laughs> yeah, you have to. I, I guess that changes a lot. <laughs> you have to go by that because I. I still think Plagueis still think is like canon. probably my favorite book. Oh sure. Well, I would say canon wise, it's going to take a lot to dethrone 
uh, the Thrawn books. Well, that's me. true. And anyway, the same, but this anyways, is the one book that I'm like, they they need to make a movie on it. They really oh do. no no, no. I, that I would, I would try to I would go see a movie of it, the first part that I've already seen. So Rad, you mean? Yeah. Well, I see it in my mind as I'm reading oh, it. So that's fair. Yes and no. Um. Anyway, sequel anyways, movies. Okay, so, yeah, sequel <laughs> movies back coming back on one of our trademark. Uh, Tangents. Tangents. Yeah, there we go. Uh, okay, so we've established that the number three, our lowest pick, is The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, now, let's, since we're already down at the bottom, let's just work our way up. Uh, Drew, what is your number two? Um, Force Awakens. Okay. My number one it, is Rise of Skywalker. I have the same order as you. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Oh, no, I have the different one. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Hey, that's fine. That's good. Well, that's yeah. good. We need some diversity. So, but in Jeremiah's so, yeah. case, it's only because necessarily he hasn't seen yeah, Red so, Skywalker. Yeah, my, yeah. my initial response, though, when I saw episode nine, um, that it was my favorite of the three. Um, mm-hmm. And then as I've chewed on it a while and heard people discuss it like on YouTube and stuff, I think yeah. there's it's there's some more problems in it than than you wanted to admit when you first watched yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, we have to talk about the dagger. Oh, don't worry. We'll get into all that. Anyways. All right. So we've established. So Jeremiah, your top is force awakens and then it's the rise of Skywalker and then the last Jedi. Yep. And then drew and I, it's, uh, the rise of Skywalker, um, force awakens and the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the last Jedi is like Okay, so in first of all Do we not have to talk about the can we just not talk about the last No 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 we should we should we should I want to it's gonna be entertaining. Um so here's the thing. First of all, like I said earlier, these are the most controversial Star Wars movies. I would say Star Wars content in general that's come out in the the last forty or so years. Correct. Um Empire was a big deal. Um, the Phantom Menace was a big deal, but I don't think either of those were a big deal um, or as large of a deal as these movies were. Because Seven, when The Force Awakens came out, because I remember this, this was like 2015, right? Yep. Correct. So I was in, I was still in college, and I think I've said this before uh, in the episode where we talked about our history with Star Wars, but like The Force Awakens and the resurgence of Star Wars was what kind of reawakened that dormant like avid star wars fan in me um so it was a big deal i mean like i'd asked my dad early on it's like okay well this we've got four five and six where's seven eight and nine like they've got to make more movies and then all of a sudden boom the force awakens is dropped and people went nuts like i remember the night the tickets dropped i got tickets within the first five minutes of them going and I had to refresh the page. Like there wasn't enough bandwidth on some of these sites to get well, tickets. It shut down. Oh yeah, when yeah. I tried to get it that night, and Fandango crashed before I could even or tickets. I had to get it the next day. Yeah, the internet in general. Like there were there were whole sites that were that crashed. Yeah, because they weren't ready for the volume. And then I remember I remember uh, telling my dad. Like I called my dad. Um, it was like, hey, I got tickets. You need to get yours. He's like, oh, I think we're gonna wait. And he waited like <laughs> ten minutes, and then there were no tickets left. <laughs> Damn. So, 
Anyway, so it's it, they're crazy because they they've got a different level of hype. You know, they're different in the fact that the internet is a massive was a massive thing when the Force Awakens was coming out. And so, like, I don't know if you guys remember, but like the the theories and then like the people that were like out flying drones over the the locations and like trying to get pictures mm-hmm. and trying to figure out what this movie was about before it came out. Like honestly, it got really annoying. Yeah, like especially the first trailer was so dope, right? But everyone thought Finn was the guy. Yeah, they it was they painted all about him Finn as the hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching it's episode more- seven and thinking that Finn was going to be the force sensitive guy with the, and he was going to be yeah. the main Jedi, and then getting the whole like twist on us that it was Ray. I was like. I was super surprised by it, and I was kind of like yeah. disappointed after the movie, um, because of that. Like we were misled, but as time has gone, yeah. like I, I thoroughly enjoy Seven more and more every time I watch it. Yeah, well, and and kind of in summation, like these movies, um, these were the our our Star Wars movies. Like we've all we all went and saw the prequels and. And did the, that whole thing, but like, these are the first Star Wars movies that we got as a as you know young adults, or in mm-hmm. Jeremiah's case, an adult. <laughs> dude, I'm only thirty, dude. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, you're, you, we've got five years between each each of us. Yeah, right? I was gonna say for you, I remember the prequels a lot more probably than you do. Yeah, I mean, I went, I, I still went and saw all three of them in the theaters, but like, I was like five when the first one came, five or six when the first one came out so I, I feel like if you're able to see them in theaters those were your movies that's my take well, but i don't i don't remember them the same way yeah. i don't want these to be our movies but, dude well, okay. too bad i don't either <laughs> i don't either but it's it, the hype was just outrageous for these because like the force awaken ha- happens and like it or not then everybody was like okay well what's going to come out next and then the stuff of the Last Jedi came out, and people went ballistic. And then they saw it, and then everybody was disappointed. And then all of the crap that happened between uh, the re- the release of eight and the release of nine, and all of the speculation. And anyways, it's it's been I think the biggest roller coaster of our lives. Um, and Star Wars, yeah, lives, I'm, I should say. I, I was Wars. gonna say I'm <laughs> I'm waiting to see how this pandemic plays out. But honestly, our yes. Star Wars lives, yeah. Calm down. So, anyways, so instead of following the same format that we have done before, um, I think it might be a good idea to ju- to just go through them one by one together, um, and then maybe hit on the way we feel about them and why they're in certain spots as we go through the movies, rather than going, okay, here's my number one, here's my number two, here's my number three, right? Because um, they're so similar. Yeah. So why yeah. don't we just go by movie? Yeah, so start with the Force Awakens. Correct. What are your What are your thoughts, Jeremiah? Go first because that is your number one pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can lead this one. So I would say that, um, it is the easiest movie of the trilogy to follow. The plot is very simple and straightforward. Um, it it has um, it's a great introductory film into a trilogy because it it introduces the characters very simply. Um, you don't, you, since they're all new characters, um, we have no idea what to expect from them. And I think it, it creates, um, by the end of the movie, a very satisfying intro to this trilogy. And it 
leaves you cliffhanger like how we saw all the theories and stuff about who snoke was and all this and that and um i think that it it created a very strong start um to the trilogy and i every single time i watch it i i like it more and more um and like i don't have any complaints about it like there's nothing there's nothing in the movie now that i have a problem with i think it's i think it's one of the most like perfectly written star wars films i think it's because of it's just a simple straightforward story that's easy to follow and um i think the humor is like some of the best star wars humor in the movie that we have and of all of the movies um and i i just i just i just like it what do you guys think well right. i'm gonna go Okay. So the reason why Jeremiah, you think it's the most simple and oh, here we go. Here no, we go. no, I will argue. I know what you're going to no, say. No, no, no. I was waiting. I was waiting for this to come up. Also, first of all, let me ask you a question, Jeremiah. Before Drew makes drives this point home, yeah, was any of this movie trash to you? No. Like the first half, maybe. No. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Ooh. Okay. So. <laughs> This movie literally copied a new hope, Jeremiah. Okay. Like Story wise. You're gonna so I don't understand. Okay, okay. But, but do you realize that almost every movie is like that? No, I'm not complaining about that. Okay. But I'm okay. actually just complaining it's, about it's how not, you don't It's not see a that. copy. It's no, I didn't ever say I don't see that. I'm saying it's it's no different than any other movie ever written. You have all these underdogs that are in, insignificant. A conflict arises, and they have to join in that conflict and rise above. It's literally every movie ever written, and it's not—it's no, not copying. The only thing they're copying is the Death Star. I was gonna say, but the thing is that because the reason why a lot of people have issues with this film is because it's not Death Star; it's like a bigger planet that has the same issues. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's well. First of all, rest in peace, Ilum. Oh yeah, that was. I love that. I love that. That's no. what they did. Oh my god! I but love it like, so much. So my thing is like I no, I, I agree I, with the majority of what you're saying, Jeremiah. I love the film. I think w- what it was, we loved it so much when we first got it too because it was familiar. It felt like I was watching Star Wars. Actually, and, when I walked out of the theater for the first time, because I saw it. Once uh, with my wife, and then uh, another time, like a day or two later. And the first time I walked out, I was like, I just watched a reskin of A New Hope. Wow, I did not catch that right away. I I, I was very conflicted. mm. So when I first watched it, I was pumped. I loved it. I hated that your boy, spoiler, Han Solo died. Like, I hated that part. I was I, not happy about that part, and I also hated and, that they were not ever all in the same cockpit of the Millennium Falcon again. One second, did you see that coming? That scene with Han. Uh, I feel like I didn't see it coming. You mean his death, or just the scene in general? Well, his death, because I did. The second he walks out onto that gangplank, no, because I literally I, looked at my wife in the theater, and I was, I, and I, and I said out loud. Oh no. Oh no. Like I knew that that was what was going to happen. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't say that because I didn't want to believe they were going to do that. I should right. have known that that was like 
in hindsight, yes, like it was kind of obvious, but like I'm like they're not gonna kill Han Solo right away. Like they're not that dumb. And then they did. Now, now, they you, did. now you guys remember what I said they last did. week, right? About what? about that scene. You guys got I mean, all probably. all upset. I said that's one of the best scenes in all of Star uh, Wars. Yeah. And you guys got mad. So since we're talking about it, I'm going to explain why I think that's one of the best scenes. And in... wait, did I get mad at that? You guys yeah. had a, well. You guys had a strong reaction, like because there's better scenes in Star Wars. But keep going. I never said it's the best scene. I said it's one of the best. <laughs> oh, okay. And so, okay, it's just a beautifully shot scene all around. I mean, I agree yeah. with that. I and, agree with that. And it's it's super emotional, and the whole time when they're they're on the 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 whatever the the what are they even standing on the bridge star killer base no what is it bridge bridge or whatever yeah like when it has the the wide shot far out and Mm -hmm. the the light from where finn and ray are on the top and it dims because you see that's symbolic of the light and kylo ren turning up turning away and oh how how artistic of you wow Mm. you never noticed that no that's a good point I mean, I did, but I mean, I did, for... but yeah. So, like that whole scene is great, and the because when it's when they're holding each holding on to the Kylo's uh, lightsaber, like it's very tense. Like we don't know exactly what's going to happen, even though we're probably thinking, okay, he's probably going to die, but we don't know exactly how it's going to play out. Like, it's yeah, just so much tension. And when it happens, it's just such a shock. And yeah. then, like, Chewie screaming out like the, that was hard truly world was like the worst yeah and when he yeah. when he just looks was, in kylo's face and just like embraces his face and falls like it's such a great artistic scene like it's great for the yeah. story and it's just one of my favorite scenes probably my favorite scene in the trilogy oh i could agree with that i could get behind that oh wait you mean you like that more than canto bite Bro. Hey, that oh, scene man. when they're running away on the horse things. I don't want to talk about it. And, oh. I don't want to talk about and, it. And, 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 the, and the one alien is like an opera singer. That was that, that was a close second, but Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can I see where you're coming from. Okay, um, so Yeah, so for me for Force Awakens, I did love it. I loved my experience of it when I first saw it. Like the movie theater that I was in, the crowd I was in, like I loved it. Everyone was super pumped. Everyone cheered when the like the scroll came, like Oh yeah, and there's that, nothing. That memory there's of that like movie that. will never leave me. So I agree, and that's the same memory I have with Solo. With like when I went and saw it with real fans, like when Darth or Darth Maul popped up, and everyone was in the theater standing up that knew what was going on and clapping. Yeah, like yeah. That that moment will never leave, but also the same moment will never leave when I went to <sighs> the Last Jedi. So, <laughs> but in a different way. <laughs> But yeah, right. Um, so I do appreciate this movie a lot, and maybe it's because I am older and I do understand why it's like so significant. Now watching it yeah. later, though, I can see why. Like it kind of gets, it gets boring. Like every time I watch it, I'm like, eh. Like it's not my favorite, one of my favorite Star Wars movies at all. Like it's it's just it's just a mo- like it's just parts of it is really good and then parts of it is just so just boring. Like what watch. would you say? Here, here here's okay, go ahead. What would I say that's boring? Yeah. 
So, like, the whole beginning intro of them, like, Poe trying to find the map. Yeah, it's so whack. Like, I don't like it. I don't like it. Because it just, it makes, in hindsight, it's trying to make Poe a bigger character than he ever became. Like, that scene is trying to develop Poe as, like, this character that you're supposed to, like, love and follow and, like, want. And maybe it's because of the hindsight in all the other movies that kind of ruin his character. Well, especially Last Jedi. Like, I don't ever feel like that's Poe's role to have that one selective mission to go find the map. Like, why is Poe out of anyone else trying to find the map? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. So, like, it it makes sense to me because he's like the, you know, he's the best pilot in the resistance. Yeah, but maybe it's because Last Jedi ruined his story arc. Oh, well, sure. I'd like to, I'd like to make a comment that I, I think The Force Awakens, like Jeremiah said, was a really good start to a trilogy. And I think that they had a really good uh, springboard. Definitely to take to take the story Definitely. at the end of the force at the end of uh, Force Awakens. I and and I think they could have made it really great. I really do. Um, at I the end of the Force Awakens, with some of that, but I also disagree. Like, I mean, the Force Awakens could have been. It, it could have been the start of something really awesome, and it had the potential to. Because at the at the end of the Force Awakens, they got your they got your feet wet with this new generation of Star Wars, mm-hmm. but then it was it was pretty much in in the follow through that things began to fall apart. I think I think that the Force Awakens, um, I think is it's not the most exciting. It's not my favorite, but I think. All around, it is the most solid movie experience. I agree with Jeremiah. Yeah, out it's of got the, the three movies, the, least, it's the most. Yeah, it's, it's got the least wrong with it to me. Correct. It's the least controversial and question. I mean, it has a lot of questions, but it was purposely not answered. Right. Yeah. Now, I like, mean, I I liked. There were a lot of stuff, a lot of things that I liked about um, the whole experience. I mean, the opening crawl. I, I like I teared up when that hit in theaters, and then people went nuts, and we were all cheering and clapping. Yeah, exactly. that was crazy. We all lights you know, like when we stood on and yeah, like I love the moment where uh, you know Ray's like the junk will do, and then they 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 <laughs> they, they turn the camera as the Millennium Falcon, you know, like yeah, and everyone cheered when they saw the Millennium Falcon for the first time, and yeah, everyone and cheered can't... when. Han Solo and Chewie said, we're home. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah that moment. There's a lot of cheer moments in this movie. Yeah. For sure. Um, so I, I liked it. Um, I really – one of the scenes that I really liked um, was the scene where Poe was um, flying his X-Wing over Maz's castle, and, like, he wrecks – like, I don't remember what his count is. I think it was a it was 10 or 11 that he got. Dude, he, he got uh, the highest kill streak of that battle in his fighter. And so, like, it was really cool to see that, and then well, be and like, oh yeah, at the beginning they said he was the best pilot, and now he's I was gonna wrecking say, people. And Poe, like, that's when I first saw that scene, and Poe was like flying upside down and around, and like that was like one yeah. of the best shooting visual well, of like a like a and, it, and they were in, long shot. It was yeah, a one, it was a one shot. So yeah, so, so yeah, exactly. Uh, like that, 
I do agree. That was like the best X-Wing shot that I think we've seen. Yeah. And it was like I on mean, a planet and it wasn't out in outer space. Like it was like in like yeah. visually. It looked like you were watching like planes like do like whatever yeah. when you go to the plane shows. Like it was super yeah. dope. So for the sake of time, I th- I think we should maybe hit on the other two movies here in a second. Um, but all all of the problems and the things that people can pick apart uh, or pick out about this movie aside, I think it I think it was a a, a good movie. I think it was a really good movie. Yeah. Um, I don't hate it by a long shot. I don't hate it by a long shot, but I do want to mention that it's okay. not that great in hindsight because it doesn't set up the other movies that well. Because right. all the other Star Wars movies end in a way where they can take either months or a year off or two years and then set up the next number, right? And so my issue was with this, it ended at a cliffhanger. Yeah. No other Star Wars movie ends at a cliffhanger. And so... Well, I, mean, I mean, Empire kind of... They do, but they don't. Like, I guess... Empire kind of did, but they didn't though because Luke went into that ship with Leia, and then they left. But like this one, like she hands out the lightsaber and then it's done, and that's like one. I, I don't know though. I I liked that. I I, I, I like actually, it in the movie spot, but I don't like it because it leaves us in a way where like like sure, like he could have went to the point where they could have just been training, you know. But he he started right. at that point, and so like it doesn't lead one for a lot of crawl. Like the crawl in Last Jedi is horrible. It's just really yeah. Horrible. Yeah, I don't even remember what it says because <laughs> you don't need to. It's dumb. Yeah. Well, how and about it, this? Oh, go ahead. No, I don't <laughs> want to go into the Last Jedi. I just I just want to make sure that people know that my opinion on the Last Jedi when I get into it, I'm not blaming everything on Ryan Johnson. No, I'm no, no, no. Like and a I'm lot not, of it's still on JJ. And I just want to oh, make that my point here. Oh, I'm going to disagree with that. Oh, no, because my thing is, there were one. Well, I'm bringing a lot of it on Disney because they're dumb. Like, how do you make the next three movies of the biggest franchise ever not prepare it and not have a beginning or end, and just says here, uh, directors, just do whatever you you want. That is so dumb. What? Okay, okay. Well, maybe we should jump well, into about- episode eight now. But I think before I think before we do, I think we should take a quick break uh, and hear about a word from our sponsor. What do you guys think? Perfect. Sure. All right. Here we go. Hey, everyone. Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor for today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that they have a subscription service that gets those amazing coffee beans delivered to your door on an either weekly, bi-weekly, or a monthly basis. Unfortunately, we're all being negatively affected by this virus right now. With that being said, what a better time to try some new coffee and support a local business. I know they'll greatly appreciate it, and we will too. After all, using the code Empire Radio with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, when you start a new subscription at wesleyandrews.cc, you'll get 50% off your first purchase. I can't think of a better deal. Get 50% off, support a local Minneapolis coffee shop, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. 
There we uh, go. Dang, who is, who is that guitar player? That was pretty dope. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, for... Okay, for those of you that don't Jeremiah know, say <laughs> thanks, Jeremiah. For those of you that don't know, that was uh, an excerpt from my senior recital, um, which was my the big musical performance to finish my music degree. And uh, I, I've mentioned this before, but the last thing that I did, um, the literally the last musical piece that I ever performed for my degree was a Star Wars medley, and it started with that, which was a funk. Uh, styled rendition of the cantina theme um so yeah that was me cool anyway that was Anyways, all some... anger everything about that no 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 no. i had a phenomenal band oh well yeah that's true and i'm just saying like the the talking as well that was you oh yeah that was yeah that was me too anyways <laughs> on episode i needed eight. that break because i was getting heated but okay <laughs> i figured i figured it was a good time yeah it was a good time okay so here here's the thing with episode eight so even though Tell it's us. my least favorite of the trilogy, I think that I like it more than you two based on what we've talked about in the past. Okay. Sure. Let me, Wait, are let we me going do... at eight? We were yeah. going to go in order. Oh, God. Yeah. I forgot. About okay, that. so this is for, uh, let's recap real quick. One, it's our least favorite movie. For sure. Um, off, by off a landslide. By like a um, mile. Jeremiah has claimed that he probably likes it more than Drew and I, which might be true. Um, you can take that trophy and run with it. I do not care. Okay, so before before <laughs> I let I let my, myself be quiet and uh, Drew goes on a rant. <laughs> do, I do want to I do want to point out for me personally some of the things that I really enjoyed about this movie. Yeah, there no, are, I do too. I do too. I don't want to. I'm not. I want to get that out of the way so that we don't confuse the two. Yeah, correct. Um, my favorite thing, I think. By far, um, Jar Jar. What? Oh gosh. Uh, was Luke's definition of the Force when he was talking to Ray? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. Yeah. It was. It took a step away from the Midichlorians, and it really uh, felt like the description of the Force and the description of balance to the Force that you get in the novels, which is why I liked it. Um, I thought that was great. Um, and that's it. Oh, wow, that was good. I mean, I really liked the scene with Luke at the end with Kylo Ren on crate. Um, I mean, that, I thought, that fight scene is amazing. I do. Have to yeah, say I that. thought that was super cool. Um, I thought the scene with him, I mean, basically, crate on minus the speeders, crate on what? What? What's wrong with the speeders? Why don't you like the speeders? I, okay, I take it back. I didn't hate the speeders. Okay. Okay. Anyways, I'd say basically from crate on was great. I, I you know the, he, the Luke comes crate, back as worst. Crate's goes. a good movie. Crate's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, he talks with Leia. You know, he gives her the dice. He does the whole thing with uh, Ben Solo. Um, you see him. You know, f- he finally opened himself back up to the Force, and he's being the BA that we all thought he was going to be from the start. And then, you know, he fades away and he's got the twin sons and it's super symbolic. Um, I, but again, I liked the explanation of the Force. I liked the crate scene. Um, and honestly, I, 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 think, I think that's it. <laughs> Damn. That were, like, as, part, as far as parts were concerned, that really stood out to me. I think th- those, are the, those are the highlights for me. I got to remember because... Uh... I've only seen that movie like 
five times. I think they did Phasma really dirty. Oh, don't. They they should have went I'm with the deleted of scene of things. her when she died. Yeah. I'm trying to think of good things right now. Well, while you're thinking of that, let me talk yeah, about... You, help, help me out, Jeremiah. Okay, so... <laughs> so... Half this movie is trash. The other half is great. And you know okay. what? I'm going to let you... Okay. I'm going to let you have that But it's not... It's not going to be like first half, second half. It's going to be total time on screen. So I think every aspect where force users are being are on screen, all that stuff is great. But the the Poe uh, uh, storyline is terrible. And the, oh. the Finn and the Rose storyline are terrible. Okay, pause there really quickly. One thing that I forgot about, and I can't believe I forgot about this. Okay, the Holdo maneuver. That's fine. No, 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 no. no. I'll I'll accept that. Blindly. The Holdo maneuver. Okay, all of the questions aside that it brings up, all of the theories, all of that stuff aside, that moment was beautiful. The what? what? The the moment where Holdo, Grand Admiral. Oh, yeah, I forgot her name, yeah. Uh, does Jurassic the hyperspace Park. thing. Jurassic Park, yeah. Yeah, Laura Dern. Uh, that moment, cinematically, was gorgeous. Like, the coloration, it was all black and white. The fact that all of the sound ceased for that moment. It was, was the quietest just, dude, moment in my entire life. Like, the theater was super yeah. quiet. Oh, it was a yeah, great scene. I, I think that that was a beautiful scene. I Again, sure. all of the ramifications aside... That was cool. Anyways, please continue, Jeremiah. Right. So, um, obviously, the, the Poe thing, I don't, I'm not mad at it. I think Poe's performance, like him, like his character in what he had to deal with, mm-hmm. was that was truly Poe. That was great. I think that was the best use of Poe in the whole trilogy because it was him as a resistance fighter and wanting to fight, but having no way of doing it because of Haldo's lack of yeah, plan. He was very. Resistive, mm-hmm. resistant. You should have just went with it, Andrew. I'm don't sorry. try to hide the puns. <laughs> just go with the puns, man. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, like, it's really like it's a part of the story that doesn't really make sense because why wouldn't they just tell what the plan is? Oh, that there's a resistance, former resistance base, rebel base up here. We're just trying to get there first. Like to say that that would have been great. Or they could have done it a different scenario where they're trying to at least fight in some way while they're trying to get to this planet where there's still action rather than just arguing. Uh, they could have made that a lot better. Um, and that the, also what doesn't make sense about that whole thing is how that entire fleet of Star Destroyers and all that stuff couldn't destroy those ships by just going a little bit faster than them and reaching them and destroying them. I, I don't understand that whole concept. Well, I think, I think their, their sublight speeds, the, the resistance cruisers were faster. I think they genuinely were faster, but my thing is why didn't they just skip ahead? Like do a, a you know, light speed skip <laughs> and then just come at them from the other side. Like, all I'm saying is if, if they wanted the resistance done, they could have had them. Yeah, and that's that's one of the issues. It's like, It was just 
it was just a long, terrible waiting process that didn't really amount to anything. Um, yeah. So there's that. That's what I. So that's a quarter of the movie that I didn't like. The other quarter of the movie that I didn't like was the whole Finn and Rose thing. Oh God! Because it amounted Canto, Canto thing, Canto bite. The, not just Canto, Canto everything bite. that they did, it amounted to nothing. And if it wasn't for them doing that, then DJ wouldn't have said, "Oh, they're leaving the main lead thing and going off to that planet." They would have gotten all gotten to that planet without the, the first order ever knowing. And so, if they didn't go on that mission, yeah, the whole fleet would have been basically Fine. saved. And yeah. they did; they failed at their mission and it accomplished nothing. And yeah, that whole art, I agree. Yeah. And they're just, just trying to be of... like a; they're trying to give some like, um, talk about like social issues in that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, look at the these rich people are funding both sides, and you know, slavery. They're blah, trying blah, to blah, make blah. It way too worldly. Yeah, they're trying to give too many like social issues and a uh, light, and trying to make some whatever. And yeah. it's like that's it's lame. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I'll tell you, the stuff that they hit on is valid mm-hmm. and it's real. Yeah, it needs to be talked sure. about, but, but not in Star Wars. It, well. And if they're going to do it in Star Wars, they need to do it in a different way. Yeah. But, like, so I'll take it from here. This Canto Bite is probably the worst scene in all of Star Wars, I would say. And because, one, like Jeremiah said, it has nothing to do with anything. It doesn't matter. It's just dumb. It's just, like, a fancy way to try to kill off certain characters. Also, like, this is Las Vegas. Like that's all yeah. it is, literally yeah. just Las Vegas. Like you could go see Candlebite at any point in time in your life. It's just Las Vegas. <laughs> also, like, when did aliens start wearing like suits and bow ties and booting? Well, they do well, when they go to Las Vegas. Well, we see, Vegas. we we see that in the 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 prequels though, like the opera scene, like when oh yeah, that is true. They're all He's wearing fancy clothes. Yeah, but like R- rich people dress nicely, poor people are. Dressed terribly wow. in, in the universe, so like it just it just made it it seemed way too worldly though, like it literally felt like I was watching like it didn't feel like Star Wars at all. That scene did not. I felt like I was watching like Indiana Jones with some aliens, like you watch the new <laughs> Indiana Jones movie and there's aliens yeah, that's around. True. Like yeah, it that's didn't true. feel like I was watching Star Wars at all. And then on top of it, like you said, it had nothing to do with anything. But what bothered me was like. In the time when this movie came out, there's a lot of social issues in our current situation. It's like if they made Star Wars now and they decided to like make a pandemic of something, hence like oh, the flu. Like Clone Wars. Yeah, well sure. <laughs> but it just like it it was Sorry. way too like spot on with what was happening in the current medium in the world that it took me out of it. Like the whole thing, like everyone can be a force user, like it's in you, like anyone can do it, and like that whole end scene with the little kid grabbing the broom with okay. his force. I'm going to disagree with you on that. I you've said that before that it promotes that everyone's a force user. It that, does. How it does because no, one no, no, kid. No. no, no, no. It. I think what he's okay. The goal of that scene was not to promote that everybody was a force force user, but it was to promote that it wasn't a single line of people that were 
supposed to be the focus. It yes. was that anybody can step into the light and be a hero, yeah. not be a force user, which I, I liked that. The idea. I like the theory. I like the idea. I love the message that it sent. In hindsight, I, like I JJ fixed that. JJ fixed it for me. But if you didn't know that Ray was a Palpatine, it made it seem like, oh, if Ray doesn't do it, someone else will come along and do no, it. No, no, no. That is true. I mean, that kid could have done it, honestly. Broom sure. kid. Yeah, broom kid. It just made it seem like anyone can do it. And like when I talk to people that like like this movie, which you guys they're they're out there. Like when people like like this movie, they're like, Well yeah, it makes it so that to show like like there is no chosen one. Anyone can do it. Like it doesn't matter. I, I still don't understand and, it at and all. Be, that's because those people think that like when they watched it, like they were happy that Ray was a nobody. Like there was nothing. Yeah, that's, she came that's from nothing. She is nothing. She's I, nothing. I wish they would have continued with that idea into the, the final movie. No. Okay. Okay. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I just, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so who are, who are Obi-Wan's parents? Who are Qui-Gon's parents? Who are Yoda's parents? Why don't we care okay. about them? Yes, okay. But that was a time where for, like, for her to be that powerful and having no, in, like, no direct well, not line. to mention that they, they really kind of hit on the mystery of her lineage. Correct. It, like they didn't do that with Obi Wan or Qui Gon, no, right. But that was also a time where everyone, like, if they had any sense of the Force, they would come, they take them, them snatch, and train them. Yeah. They stole them and trained them so that they became even more powerful. But for Ray to be that powerful and have no training at all, okay, but you had to be in direct line of something. No, 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 no because your her power is is more reliant on being connected with Kylo Ren than it is with Palpatine. You have mm. to you have to understand that because because the dyad the dyad in the but force it, that whole it concept is now, what it is now but it wasn't then because they didn't that that wasn't the original plan then bro none of this that's yeah. the issues with this yeah. trilogy but but what but we we know that her power was unlocked because of what Kylo Ren did when he was interrogating her yeah, we know that from the mo- first movie. Like if well, you if you ignore yeah, that, yeah, then yeah. then you're you're missing the point. Like the whole point is Kylo Ren connected their minds, and that's what awakened her ability. Huh? Because she said something has always been in me, but now it's like and uh, she said that in episode eight, she's like something was always in me, but it's been awakened. And she's talking to Luke. Well, who awakened it? It was Kylo Ren, and they because they're they were a dyad in the Force, they were connected in the Force their abilities were enhanced. And so she tapped into his already learned like skills and uh, and okay, was grasping that and she obviously she was untrained because he he says when they're dueling at the end of the movie that you're teacher. you you need a teacher. So she already has the ability in her and has like uh, some cuz she uses the force multiple times before they duel. That she's untrained with it though, but she's still using it because Kylo Ren awakened it in her. Yeah, but I don't think that's just because it's Kylo Ren and their diet. I think it is also because she's also a Palpatine. Well, maybe she's force sensitive because of the 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 bloodline, but that's what I mean. But being force sensitive does not mean that, that you're powerful power... or not. No, but she's that powerful because Finn, we find out, is force sensitive. 
Yeah. But he's not that powerful because of his bloodline. It doesn't mean he can't go use it. Sure. Like he could be trained in the force. But my thing was because they built up her, how powerful she was for her not to be a Skywalker or Palpatine or, or even Obi-Wan's niece somehow, like whatever, like it just, it just like wouldn't have made sense. And like my take on the broom kid was that if she didn't get it done, someone else was going to do it. Okay. But if you're going to say that, then you have to be mad at the fact that Yoda says the same thing to Luke. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't like that there was another option other than Luke, even though that's your favorite trilogy? What do you mean? Because Yoda says to Luke, if you don't do this, there's still another Skywalker. There's still someone else that can take your place. Another Skywalker, not another person with a broom and a that's a captured slave you don't think that there's like, some other palpatines running around that are his grandkids well, probably, great grandkids sure. no no he, he's so no. old <laughs> no no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yep, sure well happened. he, he right. could have had a bunch of clone kids out apple there babies apple babies with no, more pap- apple babies but it just like the thing was she had to be related somehow to me and the people that don't like Rise of Skywalker because they like The Last Jedi is because they hate that she is tied to something. They wanted her to just have the Force. When, like, Palpatine, I mean, it's not canon, but kind of made Anakin. So, like... No, 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 no. that is canon. No, oh, how's that canon? It is canon. It's in the Darth Vader comic. Oh, okay. So, and there also, you go. And if also, you, if you had watched... The video that I sent last night in the Discord <laughs> related to the four-hour cut of <laughs> Revenge of the Sith, they were actually going to originally include a dialogue, and it's in the script, an early version of the okay. script. It was printed. Sure. Where so Palpatine's it's... like, I conceived you with the Force. And then Anakin does the thing that Luke does on uh, Bestman, and he's like, no, it's not possible. And Palpatine's oh, like, search your feelings. It's true, blah, blah, blah. Anyways. So, anyways, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just think... That whole broom thing pissed me off. Oh, I literally God. left the movie theater angry. And somebody's like, what, you didn't like it? I was like, no way. And as a, my wife, as a fan who like just watches Star Wars, doesn't really like nose dives into it. Like She didn't understand why I was so mad. And I was literally pissed. I think I of the all theater. the things in that movie to hate, the the broom kid should be the least of your worries. No, but that yeah, was just the I, last I memory that. in my mind that I hated. But I did hate like a majority of all of the movie. It was like the whole thing with Finn and Rose. Like I didn't. Wa- Rose is a waste of a character. So bad. Like she's okay actress, and I am so like I don't like that. How many like fans like hated on her? Like. Yeah, that, was, like, that was that really was that was that was messed up. I don't agree with any of that stuff. I would never, literally, t- tweet someone that you're horrible, like your character is horrible because she didn't write the character. That character right. was written by someone, right? And so, like, it's not her fault. But her, that character is dumb. It doesn't do anything, and it, it was so dumb that in the Rise of Skywalker, they didn't even really do anything with her. Like, yeah, well, in the she book, was, she was supposed to be. She yeah, was supposed to be like in, Leia's right hand. Yeah, I mean, but sure. But even in the book, like they talk about how she was Leia's right hand. But her relationship with Finn was like a friend. But last time we saw them, they kissed. Yeah. Yeah. Last time we saw them, they were kissing. So that doesn't make any sense. 
So it's just Again, like I I'd like to make this known that the issues that we're having we're having because of bad storytelling. Correct. Because something was started and then something happened in the middle and then something happened at the end and the three parts don't really link the way that any of the other trilogies right. have. Right. Yeah. And so But I also think it creates bad writing from leaving with so much unanswered questions in the movie. Oh prior no 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 no. I agree. I agree hundred percent. Um I I think the whole okay i i liked the throne room fight until oh. i watched until it started or no no no. <laughs> no 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 i know I what actually you're really i really liked the the throne room fight and then i watched the corridor digital uh corridor crew episode of, with the stuntman jeremiah yeah. that yeah. they talked about the choreography from that fight and it ruined it for me yeah because so much wasted stuff happens in the background that you pick up on yeah and I noticed and then, that long before I watched that episode, because yeah. it's just that that's the hard thing when you're doing those multi people fighting. Um, like I'm a big fan of the YouTube channel Blind Wave, their reaction channel, but they're most known for before they were famous. Not a react, sponsor. They were uh, um, lightsaber duel choreography stuff, and they have one of the most watched uh, lightsaber duel fan films on YouTube. With like twenty one million views or something like that, and they wow. they they talk about um, how to do this choreography when you have multiple people. You you can't have all these people in the camera at the same time. You have to focus on two people and have people come in and out of the shot. And you do if you do that properly, it looks like they're all fighting at the same time, but you're only really seeing two people yeah. at the one time. And so in this in that throne room scene, you see multiple times large groups of people fighting kylo and and ray and it's just it looks terrible the worst part is when towards the beginning when ray goes up with her lightsaber and two of the praetorian guard or three of the praetorian guards all go up with her when they could have just slashed her in half and yeah pull them all and we're calling praetorian guards because that's what they are yep yeah okay and I then the I other thing that i called something else yeah um the other two things that I really had a problem with was the fact that Kylo says what he says about her parents yep. and and Snoke's death. And oh, yeah. the oh, reason I have a problem with Snoke's I like Snoke, death. I like Snoke's death. No, I, I, I okay. I, I just have such a hard time believing that someone that powerful in the dark side. He wasn't though. He was a puppet the whole time. Well, sure, but at the time, you're like, "Oh, this is the oh, guy." No, I I never thought it was a guy, dude. Honestly, but anyway, but, but but do you understand like what they're gonna say is why he didn't notice that the lightsaber was turning next to him? Why? Because <laughs> sorry, beca- I had to yawn. Because it was two, it was happening to two lightsabers at the, at the same time. Oh sure. So he so yes, Snoke goes on this tangent about how he can know every thought in, of Kylo Ren and he's literally doing it in two spots in his hand and on on Snoke's side. And so Snoke doesn't realize that it's Oh yeah. I, know. It, I mean it make it makes sense, but so I just thought it was a bad end to a character. Well, well I, I think that whole character was stupid. I I was <laughs> overall, yes, I was disappointed that 
by the end of episode eight that I, we were disappointed by Snoke's character because we got because everything about the theories going into episode eight was who was Snoke, and that was like yeah, and so that was and, one of the biggest letdowns maybe, because it was and maybe going away. It was maybe a part of it was our fault. Yeah, as fans. Well, yeah. for sure, I feel like a lot of this is if, our fault. If YouTube I mean, wasn't true. a thing, if YouTube wasn't a thing when these came out, I think people would have liked eight more, but. Yeah. Um, so I, but, okay. I would... So the reason why I hate that scene is because I get it, and like even like they're trying to make it. I feel like Jeremiah, your excuse is fine, but I think <laughs> their 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 real <laughs> excuse your excuse <laughs> their real excuse like Disney is that Palpatine let that happen. Well, 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 maybe well yeah, but when but. Snoke was still uh it's it's his own being though. He nah, had, no he, he could think no. on his own. No. He was like controlled by Palpatine the whole time. He was no, it wasn't that Yeah, it says it in the book. So you're telling me uh oh he's a puppet it's in the book, man. Okay, okay, a puppet doesn't mean that no, that it, Palpatine was implying... controlling his lips and made his vocal cords talk. No, it's applying that he never had his own thought. That all the force using and all that stuff was Palpatine. So Palpatine was watching that whole thing through the eyes of Correct. Snoke. And it says that in the book. Yes. It says that he was a puppet and he controlled everything. He controlled that whole thing. He also controlled the whole conversation between him and Ray. It says that in the movie that he controlled everything. Who? What? 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 It says that in, in the dialogue in the movie, he said... I was every voice you've ever heard inside your head. Inside your head, but not outside your head. I think, but it's implying that. <laughs> but then also, that's, he, that's a fair argument. <laughs> sure, but and and then like the clones of Snoke because he made Snoke, and I and like in the book, it's like implying that he was controlling that situation, that he let it happen. Well, but letting it happen is different than controlling the. Th- the words that Snoke was saying and controlling, throwing the lightsaber around and hitting Ray in the head. No, I don't. No, but like, how? Like, what does Snoke do physically? Well, he sits. He, he sits. He and he has a a bougie golden robe and a he, and he well he he physically interacts with Ray because he touches Ray and squeezes her face or whatever, and then he can. Ew. He uses uh, force lightning against Kylo. Yeah, he but, ricochets that mug. Okay. Well, it, what if I don't know? What if we? What if we went on? Went on to, to what? To, to the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> no, no, there's still so no, no, much no. I want. No, there's still a lot to talk about. Episode eight, though. There, there is still because, a lot to talk about. All right. Because, all right, because, because right. we didn't talk about what I, the half that I liked, in detail. I that what? is that is true. And oh, so, sure. so I said the half of the movie that I liked was everything to do with the Force users. I liked everything with Ray, with Luke, with Kylo. With Snow. you like the Luke interaction scene when he throws the lightsaber behind his back? That was the only thing I didn't like. Okay, thank you. As long as you say you don't and like that. I'm now okay. I will admit that I think that they they executed um, Order sixty six Luke's uh, pain in- incorrectly. They could have done that better. Um, uh, because in the film, he is more portrayed as being annoyed with Ray the whole time rather than di- diving into his depression. 
And yeah. And I think one of the, okay, here's a little mini rant about people who don't like Luke's arc in episode eight is people were, people are mad, were mad that he was depressed. They were surprised by what? that. That people didn't like that he was sad and didn't, wasn't strong in the force, like using the force and like blah, blah. Everyone expected that he was going to jump on board with training Ray right from the start. And he was going to join the resistance right away. No. Oh, well, to be, here's the thing. To be fair, to be fair, as someone who is taking a dive. Now, I have not taken a deep, a deep, an as deep dive as some people into the expanded universe. But I would say that the dive that I've taken, you're you're pretty diveable. Is, is is in like a nice eight foot water pool, you know? Yeah, like I'm not like in a twelve in foot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the character of Luke in the expanded universe, not canon, but keep going. Yeah, <laughs> really. I mean, he faces things where like he has multiple students that turn to the dark side, including one of I. Oh, and and please forgive me if I get this wrong. But I'm pretty sure I haven't read any of these books yet. But I'm pretty sure one of Han's kids, J- yeah. Jason, goes yeah. to becomes a Sith Lord. So like, and he was being trained by Luke. So like, he experiences very like devastating things. But the thing about Luke in the expanded universe is that he bounces back. He fights his inner demons. He fights. You know, he deals with his emotions, processes them, and then he comes back stronger. And so the, I think the problem that people had with that, it was the fact that it wasn't what they they were hoping for. That, that wasn't is, that is true. It wasn't the Luke that they thought based on previous materials that they were going to get. And really, if you if you just like all of the expanded universe aside, if you take the original trilogy and just you know watch his character development from a new hope to return of the jedi it while i can see it as a human as a human who has dealt with tragedy who is 30 dealt years with later like i can see it from a, a very raw very human perspective however i don't think it lines up with his character I, on the trajectory he was going at the end of return of the jedi yeah i can get behind the fact that like his nephew, who he loves fully. I can get behind the fact that when he failed his nephew, who I have nephews, if I failed my nephew to the Are point any where... Are you named Ben? No. God, okay, no. Good. That is the whitest name ever. That's not going to happen with my nephews. Uh, no but... no, no uh, disrespect to anyone listening <laughs> named Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyways... um. <laughs> dang <Yeah>. dang dude <laughs> yeah so anyways no um so i could see how he could get really sad because he ruined potential in his mind he ruined his nephew's life because he didn't guide him in the right way and he feels like it's kind of his fault and we kind of see that but i agree with the the reason why i was mad is because it's i i didn't expect like ray to go there and like Here's your lightsaber back. I know that you should. I should be giving you a hand with this, but I don't know where the hand is. We can go find it together. Like I didn't expect that, but I did expect him, her to say like, 
a lot of people were mad too because they're like, well, that's like her kid, his kid. So she's going to show up there and like, uh, oh, who are you? Like not say who are you, like know who she is, you know? And and that's kind of how it kind of felt like it built up in The Rise of Skywalker. Or, I mean, not in The Rise of Skywalker, The, the Force. Force Awakens. It kind of felt like that's why she, out of anyone else, instead of Luke's own sister, why Rey was the one to go there and bring that lightsaber to him. It felt like, okay, because that's his kid. And so when we got no answers for her lineage in this whole movie, one that kind of messed up our that whole story. Which is our fault for having all those. No, it is our fault. But then it's also like my thing, too, is that for him just to throw that lightsaber out like it was nothing. He didn't even like look at it for like more than like five seconds. Yeah, like, I, I knew. He just grabbed it and threw it. I knew when I was watching that movie for the first time in the theater, when that happened. I already knew this movie was going to suck. <laughs> yep, me too. And when that you, happened, I was like, what the heck? You know what they could have done? Yeah. The, they could have done this, had the same concept, but the, what they could have done different was if he like floated the lightsaber in the air and dismantled it and it all, all the parts fell to the ground and he walked away, that would have been, been better. so much better. We've had this conversation before, Jeremiah. But yeah, yeah. that would have been I, so much I agree. Better. I agree. Or if he would have just shattered it in the middle of the air. I just break it, shatter it. That would have been better than him, like, meh, throwing it like a little baby. That's why like, I said earlier about how they executed his state of mind his, terribly. It was him being annoyed, annoyed rather than being yeah. depressed. Which, I right. mean, right, right, Jeremiah, right, right. the last episode of, like, Empire Radio, you did say that he was a little whiny. And well, a all all Skywalker males are whiny brats. Yeah, Correct. he never got his power converters at Tashi Station, so he's still Would upset. You want- fan theory, just- fan theory. We gotta make a video. Oh <laughs> Let no, no, it's not. <laughs> but yeah, I just I don't like that thing about Luke. But I also don't like the way he he like okay. So one day of Ray trying to train herself made him decide to train her. Like, huh? Well, he, oh, you're doing it long. Let me tell no, you no, how no, to do it. He, he he trained her because she was called to to the tree. So that's what caused yeah, him like to. Yeah, like Yoda made it. It just it this was executed very poorly. And oh, also, I don't know if you noticed this, but he was supposed to give Ray three lessons, and he only gave him two, right? No, because one of the lessons was her him being at the battle scene wasn't it no he because he he was like here's here's lesson number one here's lesson number two and we never got lesson number three which was his third reason why the jedi have to end well i or was it wait maybe yeah i don't remember but wasn't that because she left before that well yeah so i was just i was just kind of disappointed that we didn't hear that third maybe if we heard that third lesson it would have made a better movie out of it i don't know no way well i liked when yoda showed up yeah. Oh, I did like that, but I also thought the lighting was horrible, and he looked way fake as frick. No, they and did that on purpose. That was his actual. That was his the it same exact puppet. puppet. That yeah. puppet looks way more realistic in five and six than it does in eight. That's okay. a fact. Well, Be- because in five, because in five and six, he's not a force ghost, so it's not covered in blue light. That's what I'm saying. The lighting was horrible. It's the force ghost light. <laughs> 
it he's gonna look different horrible. but it's literally the same exact uh i get that it's the same puppet it just looked dumb I liked that it was his voice, and I was happy to see Luke or happy to see him. That was like my that's probably my favorite scene in the whole movie was yeah. that he already knew that Ray took the books, and that's why he let yeah. it catch on fire. That was funny. Yeah, so I liked that because that felt like Yoda. How Yoda was, that like, was like Yoda s- scene, slapping his knee and bouncing his knees like ah, ha, ha, ha. that's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> like how yeah. the whole every interaction with Luke and Yoda. Yoda is like teaching him a lesson and tricking him at the same time and like trolling with him. Cause Yoda's like an old hermit who's been in the woods way too long by himself. And I like their interactions together. But I also think the writing in the, in the uh, force awakens was to portray the fact that Luke was trying to be like Yoda and like hiding. Like he messed up and he just wants to go focus on the force at the most holy place of all. And then we get it. Oh, he's just super depressed and he hates his life. And he's going there to die. Even though like, dude, you have lights. Just stab yourself. Like, I don't understand. What the heck? Oh, you know what God. I mean? Like, it doesn't make any sense why he would just go hide. That's wrong, man. Uh, it is wrong. But this movie makes me angry a lot of the time. So. <laughs> Good. Let the hate flow through you. <laughs> oh boy! All right, can we talk about a good movie? Yeah, let's go. Let's move <laughs> on, y'all. Okay. So, Rise of Skywalker Rise... makes Last Jedi better, in my opinion. Well, okay. So, the Rise of Skywalker. It, oh, I don't know. It was a lot of damage control. That's they put. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, oh, yeah. There was a lot of damage control. the The whole movie was like three movies, like its own trilogy, jammed into one movie. And I don't know. It's they they could have taken that movie and made it like at least two movies and get rid of Last Jedi and kind of made a better transition into that storyline. But like, I don't know. It, was, it just came out of nowhere. I agree oh, that remember. if JJ would have done all three movies, it would have been better. Definitely. Yeah, and remember that the original cut of that movie was like three hours long. Yeah. The JJ yeah, cut. The JJ cut. And oh, we were supposed to get Force Ghosts of everyone that showed up uh, at the end. Colin Trevorrow. One. That, that, oh, that one, too, that was pretty long. Also, yeah. it wasn't that great, though. I said Chewie and X Wing. I'm all about that life. Did you, been dope. Drew, did you see that? That video I posted on Discord, probably. Yeah, they, it was like someone did an awesome animation of the original Trevorrow script, and <gasps> it's a full movie. No, it's like five minutes long. They kind of just—it's like, like a ten-minute YouTube. Video. <laughs> yeah, and it, it was. They would have done a full cartoon movie of that. But Bro. okay, anyway, we should get into what is actually canon. Um, but okay, so yeah, I I really okay. I walked out of the theater with The Rise of Skywalker much more pleased after the experience that we had with The Last Jedi. Definitely. Correct. Um, I Correct. think I think it has its plot holes. Yep. I think that it yeah. has its moments that were not great. Um, but mm. I did, like, like Drew and I said earlier, this one was my favorite of the sequel movies. 
and I think it was my favorite because of all of the tie-ins. Like, first of all, Palpatine being back yep. was like a com- was like a comfort blanket for <laughs> for me. Like, oh, okay, here's something that I know. Here's something I can latch on to. I don't know how he here's did. The real but, bad guy. Yeah, but like, oh, sweet, he's back. You know, um, there were things that I didn't like about it, but overall, um, I like. I loved the whole ending scene with him and Ray. Yeah. Um, say what you want about her with the lightsabers, with the two lightsabers and the force lightning, whatever. Um, I like that they brought essence transfer into Canon because that was from the Darth Bane novels. Go check them out. Um, dude, they're so good. They're so good. I do like the kiss. No, I didn't. Okay. 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 But hold on, hold on, Jeremiah. I called it. They they well, looked at uh, each other, and I went, "Here we go." Oh, and did everyone it. knew. And that. I literally groaned. I groaned in the movie theater. I did like, too. Really? I did. I was like, Ugh. "Okay," but that kiss is way better based on what's said in the novel, though. Correct. That makes it so much different, and it's exactly what I interpreted. Okay, it was a celib- a celebratory kiss. It wasn't romantic at all. No. Yeah. It was supposed to be like that they won and then he died. So rather than hugging, they kissed. Okay. So when when has anyone ever done that? Italy. All oh, around no, no, no. Okay. all around the world for most of human history, kissing is Italy. not romantic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, well, I'm just gonna say one country. Italy, and that's all I have to say. <laughs> okay, well, I, say. I still don't like it. That was fan service, man. That was a fan service. It moment. was, which is why I hated it. Because when they okay, so this was my reaction. They kissed. I I literally made that noise, and the girls in front of me who were like in high school, all freaked out. Were so pumped and so happy. They were cheering. They're like, I love this. And then right after he died i stood up and cheered even louder <laughs> i was so pumped that he just died so I just, yeah well, I was, because when they when they kissed my initial first thought was okay where where is this gonna go now <laughs> and then he died and i was like okay now we don't have to worry about what they were gonna do with that earlier. correct yes <laughs> that was my thing i was like yes thank god he's she's not gonna deal with that issue the rest of her life like I, I I was cheering of joy of like if I was a father and that was my daughter and I'm like, oh no, there's someone better out there for you. Don't do it. <laughs> but yeah, that was my reaction. I was just making sure, Andrew, that we we're on the same page. But okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm uh I'm also kind of eating dinner at the same time. Bruh. What are you eating? I heard a microwave the other, like, not too long ago shut. Yeah, my wife made um, chicken pesto mm-hmm. uh, or pesto chicken with uh, it's like lemon zest ravioli. Weird flex, but okay. And I had I a like peanut butter and jelly sandwich for dinner. <laughs> it's so good, y'all. It is so good. I, I had some kimchi and some beef. Yeah, Jeremiah, you love kimchi, don't you? I've yeah, never you tried it, and I don't ever plan on trying it. Yeah. Anyways, the rise of Skywalker. Back to start. Back to Star Wars. Back to the rise of Skywalker. I'll talk about why Andrew's apparently well, eating. In okay. The well, here's here's why. Okay, we. I had it as ranked as number Look, two, my wife ate food and then handed it to me, and I'm not gonna. 
I'm not going to say no to that. Right. And so, okay. Anyway, my reasoning for why I have it two, ranked two right now is... And not one. And not one is because... You said you haven't watched that enough. You're fine. It was it was so fast paced. It was nonstop, and it was it was such a damage control movie for me that mm-hmm. that it like it wasn't connected enough to the previous two movies for me to really see it as a valid conclusion. I I can see that. Yeah, I and, can see that. And there, there's so much stuff going on, and I'm like, it was at parts of times it was hard to follow, and there's stuff stuff right now that I still don't understand about the movie because I have to, as obviously I haven't seen it enough, but also just like it, if, if you're super confused by the plot at the end of a movie, then that's the book, then that's an issue with the movie itself. And mentioning the book, they had to put so much extra stuff in the book to explain things shows that they, they didn't put enough in the film. It shows that Disney wanted to freaking cut everything. I I don't know about that. Well, if you see JJ's, apparently JJ's cut, they cut, like, a lot of the good stuff out. Yeah, they did. Well, yeah. Like, the if whole, we had gotten like, confirming cut, that Palpatine is a clone, yeah. they, like, hint it and mention it in the, the movie, because that one guy was like, well, clone? Sith magic? And it doesn't really say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the way, because the way that, um, what's the actor's name or the character? Who are you talking about? I was going to talk about to say his um, Lord of the Rings name, but that's probably not good. Charlie from Lost? The Peter, sure, Charlie the Don, Donahue. What is it? Something Donahue? Dominic yeah. Donahue or something? Dominic, I think. Yeah. Like, Dom, he, no, wait, guys, Dom Gleason. Wait, what? Huh? Who are you talking about? Talking about Charlie from Lost, the guy from the, the Lord, Hobbit, the Lord of the Rings, also the the history guru in the in the Rise of Skywalker, scientist in the Rise of Skywalker, who was hanging out with Leia the whole time and Rose's best friend. Oh, oh, ah, uh, Dominic. Are you talking about Pippin? Pippin? Yeah, Pippin. Yes, but I don't want to oh, say his Lord of the Rings name. Dominic Donahue or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that's. I thought <laughs> you were talking about Tom Gleason, and I was like, he wasn't in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but yeah. So, anyways, um, the way he presents that wording in the movie makes it sound like a question. But in the book, he says the exact same lines, but it's not a question; it's a period, like cloning Sith magic. Like, that's what it is. Oh, interesting. Wow. And so, just the way he presents it in the movie, it sounds like he, cloning Sith magic. Like, is that what, what it is? It could be cloning or Sith magic. But in the book, it's cloning Sith magic. Because all the cloning that we get in all of Star Wars is because of Sith. Actually, because of Palpatine. Dang, dude. You're all right. Of all of it. Father of cloning. Yeah. So... That's like they don't really explain that that well in the movies and in, in this movie, and that brings the story a lot more. And there's like more things that he cut out that just like doesn't. Why did they cut it out? Like, but it's because they cut it out because 
they wanted Disney wanted their version of it, not technically JJ's version. They didn't like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't like I don't know why they didn't like it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, his version know. is three hours long and it's still a kid's and, movie in a sense. Okay. Let's let's but let's talk about But you got in game. The what? Dude, in game is three hours long. That's true. But here's the thing. Let's, and let's this talk is a, about the underdog, the underdog character of this movie. The addition that no one thinks was actually a bad addition. Oh, if gosh. Say, if you say it. Oh, gosh. Here we go. If you say you know it. Him. Go ahead. You know him. Yes, we you know him. love him. Mr. Babu Frick. Babu <laughs> Frick. I do dude, love Babu Frick, dude, dude, honestly. He brought so much life to my life. <laughs> he did. I loved him as. I a want character. a Bobby Frick plushie just to give to you, Andrew. I'd I feel like it. you would love that. Okay, and I'd put it. I'd put it up on a shelf, and I'd look at it every day and smile every day, and be like, "Oh, <laughs> the freaking you!" Oh gosh. Uh. <laughs> but no, I loved his character. I I didn't. Uh, I thought the whole arc um, with him and Zori. I liked it. Uh, I, yeah, I I it thought felt like that, Star Wars. It literally yeah, felt like, like I was watching a Star Wars. Movie. Well, and and I'd like to make note that this movie felt like Star Wars to me. It did. It was fast paced. I do agree with Jeremiah. Like it's it moves really quickly. Like the whole Palpatine scene is way fat. Like in the beginning, like within like five minutes, you already seen Palpatine on a walker, and like you don't understand. Like it's super quick. I, I get yeah. that. Yeah, I yeah, understand yeah. that. In the book, I would have liked it way slower. But yeah, I would have liked a, a, a longer, more drawn out reveal for him. Yeah, we, yeah. Andrew and I, I talked know. about this on, I think, at the Mandalorian thing when we had our predictions for episode nine. Andrew before we or, or Drew. Drew. And um, the, the, other, the other Andrew. And we talked about how, well, I said how I wanted us to discover the existence of Palpatine with the characters. Yeah. And. Yeah. We were just told he was back in the crawl, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." I I was like, "Okay, well, there's that." Uh, like, we, for the movie should have started out with that radio broadcast at the beginning, like yeah. where we oh, hear yeah. it for the first time with all the characters, with like Leia there and with everyone there. Like, it been great just to react to that with them, but we yeah. didn't mm-hmm. get that. It would have been like bone chilling too if we would have got like yeah. if they would have done it where like Ray and Leia are training together and then all of a sudden they feel it and they hear it it would have gave like yeah. it would have made like Leia fall on the ground because or what they should have done is they should have uh, pulled a line from Snoke like there's been an awakening <laughs> have okay, you felt no. it no 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 no, no, no. Oh, all right we were doing good we were doing good Jeremiah <laughs> But no, I um, so close, so close. I liked, I liked seeing Mustafar again. I thought that was great. I was like, oh hey. But we didn't know that. it was Mustafar till after I the did. fact. I mean, like you look you at it, and you're tell like, if okay. you if you look at it in the beginning after the crawl and they're flying, you can see yeah. that's Mustafar. Well, we then you're like, we went straight for Mustafar, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh oh, Palpatine's here. Okay, hi, how's it going? Yeah, but, I didn't like uh, that part, but yeah. Also in the book. I don't want to keep mentioning the book because it's not the movie, but like in the book, the Leia and race like training sequence is so much more intense, and you get now so you much. Sound like a, Drew, you sound like me. I sound now. like you. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to flatter you, but okay. But it so, just—it's more intense, and Leia is like struggling with not making sure she doesn't fail Ray the way that Luke failed Ben, and she doesn't want to mess up 
this opportunity and this sequence of being her like Jedi master. Like that's what it is. Obviously we can't get any of that because Leia is actually really dead in real life. So we couldn't actually get that powerful connection with them because they were dealing with like cutting angles and like, so I think that, that sadly it's not really anyone's fault. Oh no, 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 no. That's just, so, it's just a tragedy and then the aftermath of a tragedy. But real life. But they were able to use that footage as perfect as they could have with what they had. Correct. I, I'm not like, I, it's, I'm not mad at it. What we got, what we got, like I liked it, but the book version was so good. That's like sad in hindsight. Like, so, and here, and th- that segues to something that I wanted to talk about because we have this universe now that is really introduced to a certain level of depth in the movies, but then to get the full depth, you really have to go into the other uh, types of media that they produce. Um, For instance, you get, you get Kylo Ren, you get um, his character, you get his development over the three movies, but then the comic book. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Then the comic book, the four issues of the rise of Kylo Ren, like it gives you so much more depth to his character. Same thing with the rise of Skywalker. Exactly. And then, because like, you know what? Here's a spoiler. I'm just going to tell you guys. You find out that that you find out that Kylo Ren wasn't the one who actually destroyed the Jedi Temple, Luke's temple. Huh? Yanni. Yeah, it was it was Palpatine. Palpatine shot some lightning. Um, See, in the same way that Yoda did on mm. Octo. Like I'm serious. It was Octo it was Palpatine. or Octu. Octu. It doesn't matter right now. <laughs> it, does. it does matter, but I mean, not right now. it matters to me. Anyways, so it, we're, we're we're in this Star Wars universe now, whether you like it or you don't, that requires you as a legitimate fan to to buy more media. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, no, and it's no, no. smart. It's, it's, it's smart it's... from their from their perspective because they make more money, and it, and it is fun. Like you. If anybody's been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that I love I love Star Wars books. I have a collection. I'm adding to that collection every chance that I get. Um, I love them I, too. Yeah, I love the expanded universe, the and canon. I love, I love the and canon. I love. Yeah, I mean, I love the canon books that they've done so far too. They're very there's tons of really good ones, but you get the depth that those in those books that I'm not going to say you should be getting in a movie. I'm not going to go out and say that. But I am gonna say that it is it is a broken system, because yeah, because we're the you know we're the the three people that when we're in a in a conversation about Star Wars with people that aren't maybe not as far into the the fandom we're like no no but in the book like they answered that question blah 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 and then the first thing a normal person says is well I shouldn't have to read the books to understand the story yeah that's where Jeremiah comes in yeah right and so. I don't, man, I don't know. I have such a love-hate so, relationship so with that because I'm going to buy them anyways. Yeah, okay. And I get that. And I'm the same way. Like, I'm going to buy the new books because I was able to start over. That's why I don't, that's why I don't mess with the EU, really. 
um, because I don't want to get confused. I think you should. I I know you think I should, and I keep thinking about it, but I don't, I'm not going to, because I'm going to mess with my own mentals. There's only so much that can fit up there, man, and I'm not going to mess with it. But (laughs) I understand. So, like, but my thing is four, five, and six, we didn't need any books. One, two, and three, we didn't need any books. I mean, that is true. All of the books that came out about this. Nine, we needed the books. So my thing is, it's not, it does need to be in the movies because the writing was not, it wasn't a start to end plan. They had no idea what they're doing. So the reason why they put it in the books and the novels and stuff, because they're trying to fix the plot holes that they couldn't do in a two and a half hour media. And I will say, and and honestly, you know what? I'm going to say it, and I'm going to stand by it. Do it. I like Just do it. I do it. Since Disney took over, you like I it more like, because you can read. No, I like the stories told in the novels much more. The canon novels. I'm not talking about the EU. Yes, yes, yes. Me canon too. novels. I they were written by real writers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like those stories much more than I like the movies. I I 100% agree. By a long Sorry, shot. Jeremiah, you just need to read them and you'll understand. Oh, I just fell asleep for the last like five minutes. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Sorry. What were we talking about? <laughs> Dude, Lost Stars so far has been great. The Thrawn Dude, trilogy, the canon Thrawn trilogy is remarkable. Yeah. Uh, Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray. A wonderful story. I've not read that, but I've heard good things. Yeah, you should. Um. A New Dawn with Kanan and Hera. A great, it's such a good story. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, they literally made a book between eight and nine to talk about that timeline to try to fix what we're about to see in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And what the crap happened in The Last Jedi. Yeah. So it's just like, it just shows you that they should have just took what George Lucas sold to them and make that the movies and just do that yeah because he he had planned this all out whether he, it was good or not correct he, he still he had yeah. he had seven eight and nine they bought the rights to it they looked at it and they threw it out the window because well, I think no, a lot of they didn't do... throw it out the window there's uh... it's it they said that a lot of the stuff in the first like two movies was very similar to a lot of aspects in those scripts so like it, but not the Luke's stuff. Uh, I th- well, that's I that's remember, for sure. Some not. of that, some of that Luke stuff is actually the same as what George Lucas had. Because there, what's his the writer of the Rise of Skywalker was having issues putting Luke in the in the movie without making him too powerful, and like their biggest issue was like, how are we going to have this new character be more powerful than Luke? If Luke is an active Jedi in this universe, it wouldn't make any sense. Who so that's why they went around with hiding him, Luke. Who is more powerful than Luke? They were trying to develop Ray's character, and how can we develop well, Ray's yeah, character? If they're, doing, if they're doing a new generation of heroes, yeah, they're not going to be like, "Hey, cool, we got these new people. Here's this cool, sweet new female Jedi." Oh, well, Luke's still more powerful, and then yeah. it literally becomes just an extenuation. Yeah. Or an, an extending a Luke of, of story. Luke story. Yeah. Which so in the expanded universe, not 
saying anything or anything, but that's what it was, and that's why the stories were great. Yeah, and so like anyway. that was, that was like the reason why they got rid of him. That was not Lucas's plan at all. Yeah, they, they were struggling of, with that literally up until they started filming. Like Mark Hamill went there not thinking that he wasn't playing a role in the movie. Well, yeah, but I've heard that. There's still a lot of the similarities between well, the two Well, they're going to say that, but if you ask George, he's he was mad. Like, you can, if you read that um, book from Bob um, Iger's uh, book about when they first sat down with J.J., whatever that girl name is, I don't want to say her name. Kathleen because I don't Kennedy. Like, I don't want to say her name, but yes, Kathleen Kennedy, J.J. Yeah, Voldemort. And then uh, George were all in the same room, and in the middle of him reading the script, he left because he hated it because it wasn't anything he wrote. And that's in a book. And you're going to believe that that's 100% true? I mean, why would Bob Iger diss his own company? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We'll probably never know for real. I mean, sure, but Bob Iger like, essentially dissed his own company by writing that in his own bylog. Just saying that they disrespected George Lucas. Like, why would he say that? That doesn't make any sense. Mm. Right? I don't know. That's true. That's I don't know. true. I'm just saying I've heard heard the opposite, and you're, you've heard that aspect. So, I guess we'll never know. I guess. also we'll... heard that Jar Jar was a Sith Lord at one point. But... I like that. Uh, no. I would have loved that. Well, there the is, whole time no. there, is that Jar clip, Jar? there is that clip of George Lucas saying that Jar Jar is a key to everything. And this was like after oh episode one gosh. came out. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was taken out of context. Are you sure? Did you see the it, whole look, context? Jeremiah, if, as as Dude. someone who as someone who writes a blog about theology, you should definitely <laughs> you should definitely <laughs> really hold context to a high regard. <laughs> All right, find me the whole clip and I'll I'll know the context. <laughs> All right, whatever. But okay. anyways, so we so, we liked it. There were okay. Can we talk about any of the good stuff? Okay, here, uh, here's my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, go with, so, just go with it. So I really like the amount of force use in this movie. It was always being used. And in the first two movies, it was very minimal. And it wasn't like something... Because growing up with Star Wars, and we think of Star Wars in our heads and watching the Clone Wars and stuff, and we see large acts of the force of people using the force and doing crazy things and when we think yeah. about star wars in our head it's always over the top and crazy and in these movies first two movies we didn't see a lot of huge force use and it was kind of a dis that was a disappointment for the first two movies for me but with this yeah. one it was it was like fan service here's tons and tons of of force use and it was Great, and we learn new things in the force, like with the whole force healing. Even though it's like in the books and stuff, like we see it. Thanks, Baby Yoda. We see oh that too. The child. We see the, the child. The day before that movie came out is when that episode came out that we saw that. Yeah, that's I, the only reason it. why they they did that. But honestly, when this movie came out, it was like the best week of my life. So. <laughs> yeah, and so we see that we see the whole. Um, I I really liked how they. They added on to the, um, the linking of the minds between Ray and Kylo, 
I like that yeah. concept in episode eight because it was something very new and we d- it was confusing about the force. But in episode nine, yeah. they, they expanded upon it and they did it the best way at the end when she gives them the yeah. lightsaber. That was yeah, so, that was, that was really cool. so that was great. Really cool. So great. Yeah, that I was great. Um, I like also, that. can we talk about the moment when the fight first breaks out on Exegol um, where she's in the throne room and she owns yeah the Sith trooper guards like if you watch that in slow motion she's like throwing laser bolts yeah around with the force and stuff and like literally throws one straight square into this dude's forehead yeah dude it's crazy and and i when you thought that was really cool when i first watched i did not realize she was doing that at all yeah it well because it happened so fast yeah but then there was there was one of the videos that i was actually i don't even remember what video it was but they were talking about the the movie and then, of course, like many YouTubers that like talk over like f- just random footage, they had slowed that part down, and I was like, "Holy crap! She owns those guys." Yeah, with her own weapon. And I, I like how that—that's an an addition to um, the the Force Awakens when Kylo Ren stops the blaster bolt in the air. Yeah, like he is able to do that. He's not able to redirect it, but she's able to redirected yeah. and i that i thought that was great i did like that in the force awakens i love that part of that scene when he was just, it just showed you how powerful he was in that moment like right away oh, the yeah. first time he got kylo ren he stopped this thing and held it there until he left and then he let it go yeah like it just showed you how powerful he was i do like that how just do you there. feel about the duel on the death star but specifically, when they both use the force to stop the lightsabers, I like that in mid swing. I well, like I that. did too. I I one of the I love things that. that I find the most confusing in all of Star Wars, all of Star Wars, is why they don't use the force like that during lightsaber duels. Like oh sure, like blocking and trying to like redirect their their hits with the force and their trying hand. to. With their hand and stuff. Yeah, it's like, you know, like one of the things I remember, like years, like four or five years ago, or it might have been like six years ago. Like some guy had never watched Star Wars before, and he, someone, some fan just sent him a clip of Anakin Obi Wan on Mustafar fighting, oh, and he's like, the whole time he's like, why don't you just push him over the ledge, push him into the the use the force and push him over, like, right? Because right. he had the high ground the whole time. Ooh. But yeah, I just I just like that they used the force during that fight. I liked honestly, I liked the whole duel on the the Death Star two ruins, and then I really loved the scene where whether you pick up on it in the actual movie when you're watching it or not, that Leia used all of her force abilities to conjure the vision of Han. And help turn him back to the light. Yeah, I and, loved that and, whole, that whole thing. Uh, I know I've talked with this, with Drew before, and I think I might have mentioned with you, Andrew. But when I saw that scene, I interpreted that scene as Ray killed Leia with the lightsaber. Oh yeah, we talked about this, and I don't, I I don't think that's the case. I have to believe that though, because no, be- she did the same thing that Luke did. Instead, in, but instead of uh, instead of it being herself that she projects, it was Han. 
Well, there's that, yes. But we also see that you can physically touch each other when you connect your minds. In in this movie and in in um Rise Last of Skywalker. Jedi. Last the the Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, you can make physical contact when you're connecting your minds like that. And so I think and she knew she was gonna die in that moment, but she must have thought that was because it was draining all of her life force or whatever. But the fact that her hand dropped right when that mm. lightsaber went through him, that was very intentional. They well, they intentionally true. showed that, and I think that's how, why she died, is the lightsaber crossed the All plane. Right. Drew, the book expert for this, this movie. <laughs> Uh-oh. What did, you, did they say, did oh. say anything? Don't ruin this for me. Dude, I, uh, did it say? Jeremiah, you're wrong. <laughs> What did it say? She died because she gave all of her life to Ben to connect to him. It says that that's See? why she died. Yeah. yeah. Well, if they wanted me to think that, they should have put it in the movie, so I don't care about the book. <laughs> not <laughs> oh, my canon. Hashtag not my canon. That, to say that, though. I mean, that was... What's his name? Uh, there's right. other mediums on YouTube that have already confirmed that. One thing that I want to talk about, because, uh, y'all, we're almost... Two hours Dude, into this episode. We're this long episode. We are burning right now. If um, you're surviving, proud yeah. of you. Hey, thanks for being here. Yes. Um, but let's talk about the dagger. Oh, yes. You had beef with the dagger. I did have beef with the dagger. Here's why. Explain. Okay. So, whether it's got ancient Sith text on it or not. Um, rather, it is the same tool that they use in the Goonies. Keep going. That yeah, that is that is true. <laughs> but I don't. I never thought it was. The second they used it, I was like, okay, this was not made thousands of years ago. This is not a Sith relic. There's yeah. no way it can be. And here's the reason why. Because it had to have been. It had to have been made after the the destruction of the second Death Star. How? Explain. Be- because the the exact. Markings on the blade match the exact like silhouette of the wreckage. How were how would they have made the blade, the shape of the blade, and then you extend the little deal and it points to the s- specific spot that Palpatine's throne room was? Oh yeah, no, that's how, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How would they have known? I I would say that it was kind of like a Sith prophetic thing where they wow. where, where okay. they, they thousands the of years though. drew what did they did they say anything about it in the book no and i they don't really mention it that much i would take it in the the perspective of it was a thousand year old um dagger but okay, but does it say that it's a it's a relic? It's an ancient relic in the movie. It says the, it is, but it's the same lines that are in the movie. So could the da- like dagger itself have been? The my my take of that was the dagger is, but then that guy modded it because he had like the route to it, and he you know what I mean, like the guy who killed. Was his, his name was Ochi or something like that? Yeah. yeah so he he's the one that etched that map into it. That, that made 
I, that I, that's what I thought it it's it implied that he took that ancient dagger and then mm-hmm. made it fit the the necessary specs or whatever. Yeah, I don't think it was like part of like what we're telling the future, and I also don't think it was like so. It's supposed to say that the dagger is old, but and the location is old, but the route to get there is not. Like the mat that the writing the writing and the cut line on that dagger sure. is new. I just think it was really But it doesn't explain yeah. it I well. Yeah, I mean I just think it was really convenient. Oh, of course. It also very convenient that so happens that random dagger in all of Star Wars is the same dagger that killed her dad. Oh yeah. Hmm. Well, <laughs> it's not really random because the guy who had the daggers was on a mission to kill him anyway. So mm-hmm. that's true. It's true. Okay, but that is true. anyway, here it was good. It was good. It was good seeing Lando again. That was great. Uh, that was really good. I also, I totally when that when he showed up when he was still had his mask on, I didn't. Yeah. It never crossed my mind it was him. I really? thought I thought it was the chick from Solo Enfy's Nest. Oh, that would have been cool. I totally thought that for a second because it was a, like a similar... Similar feel. Yeah. Outfit. And I was like, oh. And then like he took it off like, oh, I'm so stupid. I should have guessed that. <laughs> I would have been okay with that, but then it would have made Lando's like introduction kind of whack. Like, yeah. Uh, but Lando's introduction, I was okay with it. Also, I think it's really funny that the only other person that we got in Star Wars besides Finn that's black is also Lando's kid. Which is very canon in the book. They talk about it like right away, like in chapter two. They talk about how when they meet, or like it's like chapter four, when they meet Lando, he talks about how his kid was stolen from him. And at this point in time, and then later on, they find out that that was her. But yeah, I th- they should have said something in the movie. Well, in the yeah, because in the movie it looks like he's gonna like go date her. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was awkward. In yeah, the it movie, it's like this old guy. Uh, I'm not gonna make any jokes because I'm not going to. But yeah, it's right. It's I really, I really liked the the show of power that they had for Palpatine. Yeah, I thought that was that was very appropriate, and I liked it. His force lightning. Dude, the sound that they chose for his force lightning, yeah, was perfect. You, I, it kind of took me out of it a little bit. What? Wait, it was, what? It was so like, oh, bassy, so bassy. Like, <laughs> I, I get what they were going for, but it was so, it was just like, it was a surprise when it happened. Um, it reminded me of the sound of the bombs in Clone Wars the movie. Yeah, and you know what? It also reminded me of. Okay, Drew, you watch Dragon Ball. In Dragon Ball Z, you know when in anime when a character uses a technique mm-hmm. that's so powerful, like all the other sounds, like the bass, yeah, you, it just like it drowns out the other sound. Yep, that's what that reminded me of. Correct. So I guess that's why I connected with it because well, everybody knows I'm a nerd. Those I'm bombs in this Clone Wars movie that like the size it almost charge. like yeah, it almost sounds like they're sucking in the sound and then pushing it back out. Yeah. Like it's so done so well. It's like that's what it sounded yeah. like to me. Like it was just I didn't get taken out of it. I think I got more taken out of the lighting in that whole sequence where everything is flashy constantly. 
I I never had a problem with it. I also I didn't, definitely didn't have I, a problem with the fact that the ghost was in that scene. Oh, dude! I had a problem like that we rebels. didn't see a, a up close version of the ghost. Yeah. It's I, cool they're going through the cockpits in that scene. They didn't go to the ghost. Why? 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 They probably cut that out. Probably. But anyway, back to Palpatine. I didn't really like that his voice was so bass filled. It was so low. Like it was was supposed to. But it sounded like dead. What? It didn't sound like he was dead. It sounded like it wasn't him. And then when it sounded like him was when he was fully back alive, when he took the power. Yeah, that was very intentional. That was intentional. It's supposed to sound like a zombie. Like, he wasn't fully alive. Yeah, but when I think of a zombie, I don't think of some hardcore bass voice. Have you ever played Resident Evil? Have you ever played? No, but any, any zombie stuff I've ever seen or played on video games or movies or whatever, it's definitely not some giant bass sound. It's just supposed to not sound like him because it wasn't fully him yet. Okay. Yeah, I mean, think about how much you would have been taken out of it if he was like, Halfway alive. It's like, you know, when you're like stoned, you're a little slower. I'm just just saying all the times that we've heard his voice before, it wasn't that. So when it was completely different, it it was an issue for me. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. And I would say that there were some really low parts for him in Revenge of the Sith as well. Yeah, but that was still the actor doing that low voice. Oh, sure. And so it was more human sound. You felt like it felt, it felt. Like it felt like, like he had a machine. he had a speaker system and the bass was turned all the way up when he was talking. Ah, yeah. he had a Bose speaker yeah. right underneath his cloak. Not a sponsor, but if they want but, to sponsor us, we definitely. Yeah, I've got some really nice headphones that I would endorse if you wanted me to. Correct. Yep. Okay. One one quick question that I have. Maybe it's not a quick question, but <laughs> the the biggest confusion I have in the whole plot is why at the uh-huh. very beginning of the movie, Palpatine is like, kill her. And then at the end, he's like, I never want him to kill you. Huh? Okay. What if he did, did kill did her? They do any, did they do anything about that in the book? Because that's a valid point. Because we, yeah, we okay. talked about no, this no, in no, the no, no, they do. We talked. I talked about this. In the book, he never wanted her to... He never wanted him to kill her. In the book, they like that was not part of the plan. So, so in the book, he never says "go kill her" like he does in the movie. No, I don't. What? I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna grab the book right now because I'm pretty sure that that was my issue with the book was that that wasn't a plot. I think I talked to you about this, Andrew. Didn't I talk to you about this? We might have. And like I remember when when Drew and I did a, a review on um, of the movie on the Mandalorian podcast. Um, I kind of had this theory that, well, maybe because, you know, Palpatine was always very uh, foretelling of the future and had visions of the future that he knew that if he said this to Kylo, the ripple effect would mean that she would end up on Exodrol. Oh, yeah, maybe. I, but that was the only theory I had of what he intended. Like, if he said, bring her to me alive, then it's the ripple effect would have never happened. I think I remember talking about this in the book that about the book when I first read that part. That was a long time ago. Um, that was like three weeks ago since I read that part. 
but I'm pretty sure it says that she didn't that wasn't part of the plan. He never said anything about killing her. Sure. But I don't know. But I'm okay with Jeremiah's like outcome of that. Like sure. thinking that maybe what? That maybe she like that he was foretelling the future and realizing that that was the only way to get her there. Yeah. But um, I want to mention the the horse scene. I liked it. A lot of people didn't like it. Oh, I liked it. Yeah, dude. Like why they're you ever you ever watched the how it should have ended videos? Yeah, well, I watched that. That's why I want to mention that I liked it. Well, because of that video. In that, they're like. All they had to do was just tilt the ship a little bit and they would have all fall off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> True. Uh what what'd you guys think of of uh was it General Pride? Is that his name? I liked oh, him. Allegiant General Pride. Yeah, I liked him because see, he was see, he should have been in all the movies and taken Hux's place. Correct. That yes. was my. That was a big issue oh, that I had. And then, then Hux spy. Yeah, like that was the most one of the huge, most disappointing parts of the movie was Hux. What? I liked it. I I, did I mean, I liked that he was a spy. I did not yeah. like. I hate they just. I was died. okay with. No, I'm. I was actually okay with that. Like, I liked that they just got rid of him. I was just a very when I watched it in the theater, people were so pumped that he was a spy, and I was like, man, it's okay. Like I'm okay with them going that route. But then I don't want him to become a good guy. And they killed him off, which I was actually happy. And then everyone in the theater, the same freaking five girls I watched it with, those girls were so happy that he was a good guy because he's so cute or whatever. <laughs> and then when he died, I was, they were just like so mad. And I was like, no, I'm actually happy with this because I didn't want him to become a good guy. But that was a, my issue with The Last Jedi was that like, that scene in the throne room didn't matter to me because as soon as he kills Snoke, I'm like, who's the bad guy now? Yeah, He's obviously not going to become a good guy because there's no one that intimidating on their side. Like, Hux is not that role. He wants to be that role, but he's never going to be that role. Mm-hmm. And so, like, obviously Kylo Ren has to be still a bad guy. So it wasn't, like, in a surprise to me when he still wasn't a good guy with Ray. Oh, sure. But anyways, I don't want to talk about that movie no more. But I think at this point we can go into our ratings. I think generally yeah. <laughs> the the Rise of Skywalker we liked a lot of it, but we didn't like the same kind of thing about how fast paced it was in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, 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 how they kind of moved and like and how they fixed a lot of things with the last movie. And a lot of that, like they had to do some of it. I didn't think that. In hindsight, JJ didn't have to do as much patching because it didn't seem like it. He needed to, and I don't. I don't know if if that his original cut he did. If anything, maybe his original cut he didn't patch as much, but then Disney wanted him to because of the fans were complaining. I don't know. I don't. Know. We'll never know. But, but did you guys explain why you ranked uh, 7 and 9 the way you did? Uh, oh, because seven. if you watch 9, you don't need to watch anything else. Yeah, uh, that is true. Uh, and um, and okay. Palpatine. Palpatine. Okay. I like that we found out that Ray 
matters as a fan, as one of those fans that are annoying that care about that stuff. I like that. Uh, I like that. I like the how much force they're using. Like you said, I, I really yep. enjoyed that. I actually like that there's actually lightsabers touching each other in this movie. Yep. Um, there's a previous movie that I don't want to keep talking about. That there's no <laughs> lightsabers touching in the entire movie. Um, and I just, I just felt like it was a breath of fresh air. Yeah. And I just liked all around that. It felt more like Star Wars, even though it was fast paced. Even sure. though it kind of felt like I was watching yeah. like a fast version of Star Wars, it just felt more like it belonged in the the whole. Yeah. And it could be just because Palpatine's there and they talk about cloning. Yeah. And I think it was more nostalgic for me. Yeah. It felt but... more like it belonged. Yeah. And there's well, more there's some characters in there too that I was happy to see again in the big screen, so. Yeah. Now, I don't know, maybe maybe if I when I watch the Rise of Skywalker or no, no sorry the the Force Awakens maybe I'll like that one more. I haven't really sat down and compared them to back to back, but I know Last Jedi is for sure never gonna move up from last out of these three. That's yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's I can a, guarantee that's a that. Given. Yep. Sweet. Well, you don't want, you want to do your ratings? Sure, I'll go. Cool. Um, wait, what? How, like, out of each movie, how many lightsabers do you give it? Every single movie? No, or like the, 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 three, the, the, the three that the we're talking about. Um, I don't remember what I gave. One, two, and three. Well, but well, I you, gave. I definitely gave the original trilogy a ten. What did you? What? Well, yeah, the original. Yes, I think. And I then gave, I gave the prequels. I gave it like an eight and a half. I think I gave it an eight. So I'm going to give this a six and a half. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to give it a, uh, I feel like six and a half is too, I'll give it a 6.75. Okay. So what did I, I did the original trilogy, I did, or not, or the original trilogy, I did 10 out of 10. The original trilogy, I gave nine and a half out of 10. Oh yeah, that's right. And you thought the, the new hope was the first part of that was trash. Yeah. Uh, and um, this one I would, I would have to. Well, I already said that that the original Choji is my or the original Choji is my second favorite. I said that last week. So this is my least favorite of the trilogies. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Good. Good, 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 good. And oh. and so I would probably give it an eight. Um, and really. Well, I mean, granted, he gave the other ones pretty high. Like that's true. That's true. He gave one high. And, I had to make sure it was lower than one, and, two, three. Well, and the, sure. The the one of the issues I have with the this uh, sequel trilogy is that it's too disconnected from the first six movies for me. Yeah. yeah. And I remember, which is I think why we like Rise of Skywalker better. Yeah, it feels like it's more connected. And yeah, and so I remember watching The Force Awakens. Like one of my f- first thoughts was that it was very um, disconnected from the from the original movies, the or the original six movies. And so yeah. it it's for me, I think they could have taken the whole story of um, Luke uh, training Kylo and that whole fall of Kylo there, and 
all the way up to the end of episode nine, that should have been a live action television series. I think that would have been way better where they could have put into more detail, uh, stretched out the story a little bit better. And it could have been a, a live action series, which would have been way better. Um, and I just don't think that the sequel trilogy is a great conclusion to the Skywalker saga. Agreed. Yeah, I would agree with that. Well, two hours and 16 minutes in. Gosh, I didn't think it was going to go that long. And I, I, guess I feel like we could talk it. like another hour or two if we wanted to. Yeah, but we're not. This was, sure. I mean, this is by far the most controversial and so I figured I figured we would go in pretty deep. I didn't think we would because I feel like our our reasoning is pretty similar. Our voting is closest. Like you and me have the same order. But the problem is, is we have so many different theories about the movies themselves because they weren't written <laughs> properly. Yeah, that's a good point. Because we have to have other mediums to tell us why we have more controversy and guesses yeah. and questions. Half of this was Jeremiah asking what was in the book. Like, come that on. That is true. But you know what? I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for what is to come. Oh, I don't think they're going to make that mistake ever again. No. Hence, like the Mandalorian series, they sat down and written it all out. Yeah. And it's amazing. But yeah, I'm excited. So next week, what are we doing? Um, Next week, stay tuned. I would like to talk about the anthology films. I thought we were. Yeah, we are. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to talk about those. Um, who knows? We might throw in, because we're not going to go in depth, but I, I would. I think we should include Clone Wars and Rebels just as whole pieces in those. Mm-hmm. And just talk about it all together. Because but it's we don't kinda, know what's happened. Clone Wars isn't done. That is true. Anyways, we're going to talk about the other movies that don't directly fall so into. So Solo, Rogue One, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> All That's right. what I was saying. We could do that. We could do TV too. Okay. Sure. Either way, we're going to talk about the anthology stuff next week. Um, and then the week after that, it'll be the big one. We will rank all of the Star Wars movies in one sitting. Yeah. I've, I've been trying already to write it out. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm very conflicted. Really? Yeah, I'm not, I already got my order. <laughs> Dude, I, all right. Well, you guys need to stay tuned for that. Uh, anything else? Nope. Jeremiah, go watch this movie and then you can refix your list. <laughs> yeah, I might come back next week with an update because I'll watch the movie tomorrow. So, but yeah. but Drew, anything else? Nope. Um, make sure you tune in to every other thing. Yeah. Well, I've been Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And may the force be with you always. always.